There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. Plushcare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody. This is Artie's Hey Fam. Enjoy your morning. Hey, fam. Welcome to Hey, fam. My name is Andrew Levins. My name is Family Truscott. No, it isn't. It's not. It's Hey, Angus. (laughs) It's Angus Truscott. Thank you so much. Oh, I hate being the serious one in this podcast. (laughs) I know. Hey, someone's got to do it. Today, Angus and listeners, we are going to be going through our favorite things, be they movies, TV, Mm. uh, I don't know, books, video games, uh, memes. Eggs, toilets, um, public of, toilets of 2017 so far because don't you know it's almost midway through 2017. You know my dad's birthday. I just realised this. Well, I always knew his birthday was then. It's the 25th of June. Uh huh. I'm not a believer, but that literally is the opposite. That's as f- furthest away as possible as the the birth of Jesus. Christ. You don't believe in Christmas. I don't believe in Christmas. I believe in. Uh, no, I do believe in Christmas. You believe in May the fourth. Yeah, that's my that's my my church according to my. Um, Tinder profile. Tinder profile, my grinder profile, and uh, my sugar daddy profile. Um, he's like the furthest bir- like possible away from Jesus, so he's like the Antichrist. Wow. Any other day earlier, Rob he'd be, Truscott, he'd be the closer Antichrist. to Jesus. You know, any other day, he'd be a little bit closer, but he's smack bang on a uh, Judo-Christian calendar away from, uh, from, 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 G- from old Christy himself. Innocent travellers in Wollongong are getting, yeah. getting in Ubers with the Antichrist. It's uh, something that would normally be reserved for an Al Pacino type of situation, I think. But yeah, that's a really good movie, movie pitch. It is. It, we're, Satan we're, drives an Uber yeah. in Bro- s- s- like Central Coast... Not Central Coast. What's South? Sin s- sharing. South Instead Coast. Of ride sharing, you could South call it. Coast, New South, South Wales. South Coast, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about our favorite things from the year we so far. We pitched movies on the last two podcasts. We, you did one last week. What was that? I, can't, I, never I don't know, remember. but it's kind of turned into that other podcast. That I do. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> we did one last week where, yeah, there was another pitch. We love pitching movies here. Um, <laughs> just stop doing Greenlight Boys. Do, or, or turn that into like you and Scott. Yeah, and you can you bring serious issues into this. Perfect. Talk about food. Boom, this is every podcast <laughs> ever. It goes for six hours and my God, you're going to love it. So this week, things we've loved this year. And next week, we're going to do things we're looking forward to in the rest of the year. I think we did this last year. Or maybe we did it at the start of the year and it was way too long back to remember. And <laughs> also, like our hot's pretty lukewarm by the end of the year our takes sorry are pretty lukewarm by the end of the year they're, they're not so hot well we didn't have a hot takes group chat back then but now we do and the take let me just say the takes stay pretty lukewarm my pocket is constantly burning yeah i'm just going this I, is hot I'm, I'm literally i set carrying. fire to my pants last week yeah this dude's um yeah i can't get on planes before it's a we, samsung galaxy 7 situation before we talk about things that we've loved time to talk about something that you're gonna love dear listeners oh 
We uh, just recorded the first ever Hey Fam exclusive Patreon uh, commentary. Yeah. Although it's not quite exclusive. Uh, this this podcast... Um, sorry, what well, is a podcast? Is it We have a Patreon feed yeah. that all these commentaries are going to be put into. Basically, Angus and I and a guest are going to sit down and do a commentary um, of a movie uh, that's kind of you know vaguely relevant to the HeyFam audience. It's in the canon. Um, and... Uh, if you are a Patreon supporter, um, you can support for as little as two dollars a month Australian. Um, you get a top secret feed. It's not. A, it's not available on iTunes. We'll send you the feed, and you can add it to your podcasting app of choice. And away you go. You got the. You got the top secret shit. So the first one off the bat was Batman and Robin, which coincidentally worked out really well because it was the film's twentieth anniversary. Which yeah, we kind of completely didn't know, and we released it basically on the same day. Everyone is like talking about this. This, this is so movie. good for SEO. We need to start like looking at movies that have 10, 15, or twenty year anniversaries coming up. I think, <laughs> and then we're just going to be SEO. Oh no, there's no SEO because you got to pay for it. <laughs> it's doing nothing on the iTunes charts. We did it all wrong. <laughs> we fucked it. Um, it's on Bandcamp, right? We also put it on Bandcamp. So if you can, you can either uh, sign up for Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash heyfam. Hey, fuck you, all those bullies at school that said I'd never make it in the music biz. <laughs> i got a Bandcamp page now. You can find us heyfam at bandcamp.com if you don't want to become a Patreon supporter. Maybe you want to see just how good these commentaries could possibly be, and they are a dollar each. That's nothing. Heyfam.bandcamp.com. Oh, cool. Sorry, I'm Angus, literally trying Angus to look at it now. Look at, trying, trying to look it up without actually listening to what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you can find uh, the two of us with special guest, Chloe Sargent, who is a writer and um, someone who inexplicably lives in Angus Truscott's house. I mean, uh, join the dots, if you will. <laughs> no, she's um, not my captor, <laughs> nor my captive. <laughs> um, it's amicable. Yeah, she is. It's romantic. Uh, you guys date. It's beautiful. Um, it's very good. It's, a it's the first one. It's the first one. It's so good. Um, does, do I need to put a bit more information no, on No, that's great. It says everything about it. Um, so, yeah, heyfam.bandcamp.com. If you're not already a Patreon member, if you are, um, you've, you, you get it for free. Go over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash heyfam. There's already, I've been running into Levens at the Heyfam water cooler recently, uh-huh. and there's a lot of discussion about what the next subject, because uh, what we do, we get the pa- you Patreon fans to actually vote what, we're, it's, we're in your hands, basically. You're picking the movies we're doing the commentary for. And there's a little rumor going around that it might be the films of Hulk Hogan. It's not a rumor. I'm going to confirm it's that right now. It's confirming? Oh, my God. So, uh, right now, as of this episode going up, you'll be able to head over to patreon.com slash heyfam, even if you're not a Patreon member. Vote away. I'll, I'll keep this one open to all. Yeah. Maybe this is what entices you to become a Patreon yeah. member. Yeah. Um, a it's Patreon, like voting for an election in a country you don't live in. Like, you've <laughs> got to be a part of it if you want to get your vote counting. <laughs> um, yeah. So, we're going to do the movies of Hulk Hogan. I think I've picked, I think I've narrowed it down. I think we're going to do Three Ninjas at High Noon Mountain, Mr. Nanny. Santa with muscles, suburban commando, suburban commando, and there was another no hard no, no bars hold. Right. Okay. Cool. What's yeah. what what of of those movies? How many? I've seen three of those. I've not seen um, Santa with muscles or no bars. I've hold. seen them all, except I haven't seen no bars hold. Oh, no, no, holds no, bar. no holds bar. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that's a really weird name for a yeah, movie. No it's called holds no holds bar. Right. It's okay. actually made by WWE. I think. Yeah. They and it's like a fake. It's kind of like Eight Mile, where Hulk Hogan plays Rip Thomas, and he is like this big WWF wrestler, and it's kind of like autobiographical, but not. It's supposed to be fucking insanity. Um, I, I think there was like they pumped money into. It. I'm pretty sure WWE. Uh, yeah, it was made by WWE, and it's available on WWE Studios. Wow! So it was which just, you subscribe to? Yeah, I, I'm a huge, uh, yeah, big, big uh, WWE Studios kind of guy. Vince McMahon produced it. <laughs> Amazing. W- w- like. <laughs> but the thing is, all these movies are just fucking crazy and yeah. bad. 
So, Mr. Nanny is actually the movie I've seen the most. I reckon I've seen that movie 10 times. Is that the... It's, it's got the first it's, of all, how? It's got one of the kids from The Nanny in it. Yeah. The, like, the, the boy. boy. Yeah, and he's like it. the little turd. Because yep. that's right, Mr. Nanny is... The dad's like a Silicon Valley whiz and he is ex-military or something. <laughs> and, like, Hulk and he gets hired as their security guard to babysit the kids or something. Yeah, and, and then they end up like... Steal, like, a chip or something. Yeah, like, um, a bunch of crooks try to try and steal his father's inventions yeah. or something like that. And there's, like, a wallet that the kid, like, rigs up an electronic... Yeah, he gets electrocuted in the shower. Yeah, remember? yeah. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. They're like, what if Macaulay Culkin grew up, went bald, <laughs> and got really tanned? They're, like, pretty much the premise of all of these movies. And Three Ninjas, High Noon, Mega Mountain is the third Three Ninjas movie? Because mm. there's Three Ninjas, Three Ninjas Kick Back. Three Ninjas. Knuckle Up. Oh, Knuckle Up. It's, this one's the, the fourth. fourth. Fuck, yeah, man, and it, it did get a cinematic release in Australia, the Three Ninjas at High Noon, um, whatever it is. I now. saw this, a double showing, this Fuck. followed by the Power Rangers movie um, at my cousin's house. That on, sounds on, like on an VHS. ironic night that a, in, like a small art house cinema would put on, but it was actually just a, like a kid's birthday party. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> did you find the, they complimented one another, the films? Definitely. They both, they both level. fucking suck. Yeah, they both suck. <laughs> but but I'm, I also want to rewatch both of them. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see how Power Rangers 97 pans out after Power Rangers 2007. Yeah, uh, 2017. 17, rather. Um, and then uh, what else have you got? Uh, Santa with Muscles is... Uh, it's pretty much Mr. Nanny, except he is, it's like the Santa Claus meets Mr. Nanny. He is Santa and he's ripped and it's just fucked. It's like, I think he has a sleeveless Santa outfit and he's like, I think there's thieves trying to steal all the president presents from a um, children's home, like for charity. Should we put this one up now so it, and, and know that we might be review, like um, doing a commentary for a Christmas movie in, in July? Oh, it's Christmas in July. Christmas in July. I think it's very thematic. Or, yeah, or yeah, we yeah. can like leave it for like a bunch of Christmas movies to yeah. pull well, look, well, I, my, the year. My goal is to hopefully one day do all five of these. Okay, good idea. Um, and then Suburban Commando is like the closest thing to like a superhero movie he's done. Yeah, right? yeah, he's like an alien that comes, crash lands on Earth. And I think Christopher <laughs> right. Lloyd's in it as well. Fuck, he was in everything. In, in Christopher Lloyd? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Buckaroo Banzai or whatever it was. He Back was to the Future, yeah. obviously. Yeah, um, yeah I'm, I'm kind of jacked. I'm looking forward to it. Not as jacked as Hulk Hogan is in all of these movies. Every single one of them. So, um, um, we're the- not going to be doing the Hulk Hogan sex movie that is not up for... Uh, that exists? Oh, yeah. That's the whole reason he's been in the press for like the last few years. He's, in the, he's been in the press for the last few yeah, years? Yeah, he's sued Gorka. He really? Won the, he got like $115 oh, million. Dollars. That. Fuck yeah, you're right. This is why that. they leaked the video. That's and right. it damaged his... Did you uh, watch the video? Uh, yeah, parts. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really bad. It's in night vision. It's he's literally cucking his friend's wife who leaves her there. It's very weird, and this is getting into like Greenlight Boys territory again. I gotta pump the brakes <laughs> on talking about Hulk Hogan's sex life. Greenlight Boys is another podcast that Angus hosts with Scott Dooley and um, Hulk Hogan. Basically, yeah, you, like you, you pitch figure. you pitch terrible sounding movies that genuinely then exist like a, a year later. They yeah, they usually do, and they actually sound like all the movies we just mentioned that Hulk Hogan has started. Yeah, totally. Um, so if you want us, if you want to vote for Hulk Hogan movie for us to do a commentary for next next uh, month, Patreon.com slash HeyFam. I think the key to picking these movies is making sure they're kind of bad movies, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, if we do a good movie, it's not gonna be fun. It's be like, oh, that's uh, a good show. Yeah, it's a great scene. Yeah, what uh, a good performance. Great acting. Yeah, shame that uh, <laughs> they retired, but it, it's gonna be bad. I think that's gonna be the thing. Should we give a little bit of like sizzle on what we do in the Batman and Robin commentary? Um, should we throw it? Should we throw in a second to? No, um, no let's, let's let's pretend. Okay. Um, oh, George Clooney is a is a good actor. 
Oh, the good performance. <laughs> Looks like that's a prototype uh, Macintosh Performer 580K they're getting used. They can usually go for about anywhere between four to $600 these days. Oh, Mr. Freeze just made one ice pun. That's weird that he only made one ice pun in this entire movie. It's, uh, it's, I don't think we, I can continue watching this. I lost too many relatives to McGregor's. <laughs> I'm going to gonna have to turn this off. I'm sorry. Go oh, listen to a, it. That's a little sizzle reel. Beautiful sizzle reel. I got shook. <laughs> that, was, that was a really good fun uh, recording that with you. That we, was we, so we fun. recorded like three and a half hours of HeyFam content last. I could, you know, last, what? I could have done three and a half more. Good point. Me too. <laughs> uh, so go find that patreoncom HeyFam or HeyFam.bandcamp.com. Thanks so much to Chloe yeah. Sargent for joining us. And, I guess um, the goal is to do it live one day as well. Yeah, definitely. Probably in a different city because <laughs> some well, we friends should, we of should call it like not comedians talk yeah. over movies. Yeah, yeah, I'm quite. Yeah, 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 I like fuck that. boys talk over movies. <laughs> I like that better. <laughs> I love um, it. So, Angus, before we get um, onto the things that we've loved this year, <clears throat> some news that you did not love well, came out this this yeah. this week. I don't not love it. You love also, you love the news. I don't love it, but also don't not love it. It's just it's worrying. So uh, we all know that um, after we get. Uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi at the end of the year, uh, midway through next year. In fact, it was going to be released on the May, original twenty fifth, uh, which is the uh, release date of the mm. first Star Wars movie, mm. um, and all subsequent ones generally get that release date. Really? Yeah. Um, Remember when the prequels came out? They're all like May. Yeah, right. There you go. Um, it was a different time, man. but it was going to be kind of following in the footsteps of Rogue One. These chapters, like the unofficial these anthology yeah. movies, kind of thing that exist in the Star Wars timeline that aren't official Star Wars movies, but they are official. The canon, the um, canon, baby. It's the you know Rogue One was the first non Skywalker film, as the now being referred to. Uh, it it made a lot of. Mo- I think it was the highest grossing movie, and it was out for two weeks in that year. Which yeah, kind of crazy. It was a good movie too. I loved it. It was a great movie. I'm a big fan. Um, yeah, we'll, 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 I'll speak about that in a minute. I'm just going to be like, no, I'll get to it later. <laughs> yeah, cool. But the next movie... Han in, Solo? We were Han pumped. Solo. It was being directed by Full Lord and Chris Miller, who we have dug a lot of their work from the Lego movie to Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs to the 21 two, 21, 22, 22 Jump, Jump Street, Street films. Movies, um, the Last Man on Earth. It made a lot of sense when we heard this. We're like, Clone that's High. great. That's such a good idea. Yeah, we yeah, super definitely. Pumped. And it, like, I felt the same way when they were announced for The Flash. I was like, oh, these are two characters in this... You know these two big enormous franchises that if anyone's going to get a more straight down the line comedy movie, this makes total sense. These yeah, are, these are the right directors, and also the movies always do come with the appropriate amount of pathos and seriousness Heart. that 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 a Han Solo movie would require. So yeah, and we're also pumped for the animated Sony Spider Man film that they were helping. Yeah, well, they're just I think they were just think um, write, writing it. and producing it. Yeah, yeah, which would I think would just feature around Miles Morales. But I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure around the time that this got announced, we were like, man, how many fucking projects are they working on? That's insane. And they've now- got a network television show. They're they're, they're developing Twenty Three Jump Street. I think they're developing. Uh, obviously, like they're, they're, they're somewhat involved with the Lego films. I imagine the, the very vaguely, I like think. Yeah, EP yeah. credit. Yeah, like exactly. they look at the script and go, "Cool, yeah, yeah. This is my BSB and account. It still hasn't changed. Just, <laughs> just push the money into there." And Last Man on Earth, I think, is what season three now. Yeah, they're making one last season. One last season, like it's they're show running. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah, but um, now that we, we we know that they're not doing the Flash movie anymore, or they met are with they? Warner Brothers. Yeah, well, this will come up in the uh, thing. It was announced. It was almost. Like when friends of yours break up and it's a race to who's going to change the relationship status on Facebook. <laughs> I saw their statement first, which you sent me uh, yesterday morning. So their statement 
um, came out that they have they are leaving the Han Solo movie, Phil Creative Lord and Chris Miller. Yeah, the and, famous, and they they have a line saying like, "We always think it's so just bullshit when someone says you know that they're leaving something because of creative differences." This but was the, actually, but that. that's actually exactly what's happened. It's um, it is the it's not you, it's me of movie breakups, isn't it? Yeah, the exactly. I thought it was classy. I thought it was a class. It, it, even though I was like, "Oh no, this is bad news." It was a classy exit. I really thought so. Um, immediately <laughs> at the same time. Kathleen Kennedy's uh, Lucasfilm blog, thestarwars.com. No, on starwars.com, they announced basically the same press release. Except confirming that they had been fired. Except saying they were fired. <laughs> well, I don't think that was in the release. That's now come out later. Right, okay, sure. They said uh, they've left the film due to creative difference. I don't know if the firing is... hasn't been confirmed. Variety, I think, wrote about a Hollywood reporter and said it was a scoop. They were fired. Variety, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought Variety was pretty real. Yeah, yeah, that would yeah. be legit then. So, they were fired. Um, it's been 24 hours since the announce. And first of all, the first thing that came to my mind was hearing about the Rogue One troubles last this time last year, mm-hmm. where a lot of the film was massaged into shape with, I forget his name, but Michael Crichton, uh, the director, sorry, of, um, <laughs> not Michael Crichton, not the, not the dead <laughs> not author. Dead. Um, he did Michael Clayton and he helped. Some, some of his, he was bitten by a mosquito <laughs> and, and they, and they, they used froze, his blood. And they, um, got his, he was frozen in a tree amber and they got him out. They to, brought, brought him back to, Doc, Dr. Wu brought yeah, him back to, uh, Mr. To, DNA to, to, to finish directing Rogue One. Um, yeah, this guy filled in and, uh, completed or helped massage, you know, the script and stuff. But overall, you know, if you didn't know that, I don't think you would know watching Rogue One that there were reshoots. No, if you I, saw Rogue One away from the trailers, away from all that press cycle, you would not really for know For sure, that. yeah. And I don't think about that now when I think of Rogue One, like the movie that had reshoots. Like, if you hadn't commissioned a series of t-shirts based off of one line that Ben Mendelsohn says in the trailer, you, you would have noticed. noticed. <laughs> Check out my Instagram. <laughs> um, yeah, so... To hear that the second spin-off movie has also hit, dare I say, a production snag is making me go, oh, what's what's going on? Like, but Why is it these spin-off movies? Why aren't we hearing this from, you know, from episode seven, episode eight? We don't, we don't hear any I of these know. production woes from that. Like, Is it because the language of the episode films is so... Like, you've got to have the screen wipes, you've got to do this. Like, it's, it's a template which is quite easy to follow, maybe. You yeah, know, I, I don't a know John Williams mean. score, the rousing, like you've got to shoot it a certain way, like to look like a Star Wars movie. But also, it sounds like Ryan Johnson's making the movie he wants to make, it, or, or he it, just kind of knows what the situation is. Well, and, he knows what a Star Wars movie should look like as sure, well. Yeah. Whereas these spin-offs, to me, when I first heard about them, the thing, and you know, there's countless times I've said this on Hey Fam. What I love about it is, pr- presumably, they were, they, it was breaking with tradition and it would let you do a comedy by Phil Lord. Uh, you know, by Lord and Miller. Yeah. It would let you do this. But now I'm kind of going, I don't think it's going to be that at all. Like, maybe there's still quite a strict... I mean, you know, Rogue One was different. It was shot completely differently. It used a lot of handheld camera. It had text on screen. It didn't have a crawl. Like, yeah. I thought that was well, going more down that way, having these movies be standalone. But, and then there's a quote that, that Kathleen Kennedy, who is... What's her role at, at Lucasfilm? She's like the... She's the Lucasfilm CEO. CEO. And she's produced, like, Steven Spielberg's biggest films of all time as well. And, like, a, she's a powerhouse producer and a veteran of the industry. For sure. No, I'm not criticizing her at yeah, all. Yeah, but yeah. The, the quote is that she wanted... Uh, she wanted the a movie Western to have a Western heist. slash heist film feel. And it's like, that's kind of what Rogue One had. It wasn't a Western, but it... But it was a heist. Well, yeah. To me, Rogue One was more a war movie. I remember when it was yeah, being pitched and stuff... We're hearing the word like Ocean's Eleven heist, but it wasn't that at all, was it? It was like a war, like it was more than anything, just a straight up war film. Um, 
Yeah, and she was referencing like an artist, and they're like, oh, well, you know, during production stages, we really wanted to make it look like a, a, a Western. And I, there's been a big spy report on Slash Film recently. Not a spy report, but, you know, industry Insider insiders. And apparently it was like this for weeks on set. They just did not get on well with one another. Kathleen and Lawrence Kasdan, who has penned the script, who also penned Empire, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens. They didn't get on well with uh, Lord and Miller. So maybe it's a case of like, this is how you do Han Solo. No, this is how you do... Like, I'm not too sure. Hashtag not my Han Solo. Not, yeah. Um, and then apparently Kathleen saw some of, a bunch of dailies and uh, Lord and Miller like to do a lot of improv and um, ad-libbing in their films, which I think, you know, you can see in 21 Jump Street. The original script isn't brilliant, but watching the film, it's hilarious because these guys obviously, you know, they jive and, uh, you know, the actors riff, etc. But maybe Star Wars movies like a no riff zone. I don't know. She watched the dailies and was like, this is not no a Star riff Wars movie. This, zone. This is no not. No riff zone. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's what plays when you sign the contract to direct a Star <laughs> Wars spinoff. Um, so I don't really know what's going on. I mean, there was three weeks left to production. This is pretty unheard of. Yeah. That's the, that's the craziest thing. Like Peyton thing. Reed came like, in before they started shooting Ant-Man. This is like more than halfway finished, right? Th- that were over the finish. Like they were over the halfway mark. I'm just like, what happens? Like, if anything, obviously, I think the film will get pushed back to December, which I would kind of prefer. I think five months between Star Wars film, I'm not ready for that. Yep. That's one thing I can think of. I don't know, will the casting change? Was it... It's just, I just don't know what's going to happen. We're going to get a director's announce very soon. Probably knowing our luck, it'll be after we hit <laughs> stop on yeah. this. And it'll make all of this just like bullshit. But this, consider this a time capsule... I, uh, in the, you know, Patreon funded HeyFam chat, uh, another plug. $4 gets you access to hot takes from us and many other it's pretty hot much takers. Being 24/7. friends with Variety and Hollywood Insider <laughs> and E3, and you're just checking in on them and seeing how they're doing. Uh, There's like 60 people in there now. It's crazy. There's about 12 <laughs> active people. Yeah. I reckon 50 people have it on mute. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I put it on mute sometimes. Sometimes I go, I'm out in public. I don't need my phone battery draining. You know, those notifications are killer. Uh, I read every single comment though. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like Lady Gaga now, like justifying yeah, the fan base. My monsters. <laughs> um, yeah. We started throwing around. Like, obviously what's going to happen is a new director is going to come in. But no, first of all, what do you think? What's your take? Because I just pretty much gave the history. This was I felt the same as you, except probably in a more like you know, like, like Star Wars isn't isn't is one of my things, but not a, not a, nowhere near on the level that, mm. that it is yours. So and we're just, very excited for this and the this uh, creative. We're, we're excited about the creative team behind it. This kind of announcement always sucks for anything you're looking forward to. I mean, I was except Justice League. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't even know how I feel about that, but the. Uh, I, I was, you know, I was excited for this movie because of Lord of Miller's involvement. I don't think a movie about Han Solo is particularly interesting, although I was excited for Dan, uh, uh, Donald Glover as um, as Lando. I thought that would have been fun. And Danny Glover as Lando's <laughs> dad. Um, and, of course, Woody Harrelson being involved was extremely the exciting goat. too. The goat Woody. We love Woody on this podcast. He is like one of this. Like, if this we was the end we don't of talk about him enough. We don't. We really don't. We should do maybe Not only Woody Harrelson movies for another commentary. Oh, fuck. White men don't can't jump. Just like Zombie Land. Yeah, Zombie Land. What's the? He's in like a uh, one on a train or something. I don't know. Money train. Is he in Money Train? I think he's in Money Train. I think he's in Money Train. If he's Maybe. not, let's just do that anyway. Let's just do Money Train. <laughs> we will CG insert him a la Jabba the Hutt and just see what the movie could have been. Yeah, Woody rules. We um. 
it, I think we were pumped because yeah, it was this new. It, to me, it just was like, oh, Star Wars is doing a comedy. Yeah, and I was really excited about that because I, I don't, I don't, I, I like the idea of that just being like you get three Star Wars movies and then you have a break. But I was like, okay, cool. If if they, you know, Star Wars, they want to make it bigger. No one wants a Han Solo movie. Let's be honest. Like, it's not at the top of any fans' list. A Han Solo prequel film, like. I don't care about Han Solo's past, like, literally, but if the film was in the right hands and is telling me, like, it's not Batman Begins, like, showing me why he's Han Solo. Yeah, but just, just show a me day some... in the life as yeah, Han exactly. is, like, ten years prior. And and both, the you know, both Force, uh, Force Awakens and Rogue One are great at doing day in the life. Yeah. It's just one day. It's literally a day. Yeah. And I just wanted a day in the life of Han Solo. No time jumping. No, like, I'm baby Han. Oh, yeah. My parents left me with the Wookiees. You know, like, just kind of a day in the life of what it is to be, like, what is essentially a shit shitty dude an interesting quote from that that was in this insider leak was that kazdan was quite upset that they didn't play kind of i think which words was it they were playing han solo as more of a a funny man in these dailies apparently like a joke maker where he wasn't like a um where sorry let me find this Angus is on the very very reputable website slashfilm.com <laughs> yeah it's probably not I mean, you know, I kind of believe... Oh. Um, Angus is pointing at his laptop, scanning every word. Fuck. Whatever. Basically, <laughs> look, basically they were playing him as like a joke maker where he wasn't so much a rogue and a scoundrel. Right, sure. He was more of a funny guy. Slapstick kind of dude. Yeah, and Lawrence apparently was quite like, hey, this isn't Han Solo. He's not like a gag man. Like he's more of a swindler and a smuggler and a, so he knows solo i'm happy for other people to do takes on solo but i think if it starts feeling like a movie that's not about han solo that's a big problem yeah and, and you know people there is a something to be said about the marvel movies the type of humor you get in the in the, in the marvel movies now the very broad anyone can make borderline it. dreamworks referential like there was kind a of beyonce you, joke in yeah fucking, exactly uh, in doctor strange doctor strange um and Which I, I think joss whedon wrote didn't we find out Really? No, who no, who wrote some of the jokes for Doctor Strange? It wasn't Joss Whedon, he's still Oh okay, I can't remember. It was somebody. Shook. Was it Favreau? Mm, it wasn't Favreau, and I think it was like a comedian. Yeah, right. Um it was uh Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I guess this just makes me feel like I did when Edgar Wright got bumped off of Ant-Man. Yeah, it's exactly that. And we ended up getting a pretty okay movie out of Ant-Man, but I always... I thought Ant-Man's I, great. You know, yeah, but I think about how cool it could have been if Edgar Wright did it with full creative control. I want I want them to have... I want all Disney to have faith in directors that have like a very different vision to the rest of the things in the franchise. So long as they're like, okay, all we want is that this character ends up here... And, you know, have a few Easter eggs throughout it. Like, I don't know. I feel like... See, I'd rather have a Marvel movie make that risk and do like a Edgar Wright film that doesn't feel like a Marvel movie and feels like an Edgar Wright movie. I think that's good. But to me, st- like Marvel movies still don't know what they feel like, I think. Well, they always feel like a very long television show to me. Yeah. But I think Star Wars has a particular look and feel that once it doesn't... Like if there were jump cuts and like crazy shit going on in Star Wars, I think I'd be like a little... Oh, yeah, um, direct, but yeah. I'm I like, don't know. Maybe to me, Star Wars, then that's but completely if it was, biased. If the place. cinematography was the same or similar, but it was like comedic. Yeah. I've, I'd really enjoy that. I'd be that. into that. Maybe, yeah. that. maybe they couldn't do that. Yeah. Maybe that was something they weren't doing. 
Anyway, we'll see what happens uh, when that you have eventually picks? comes out. Who would you like? Do you have dream picks? Because apparently this is weird. I don't know how true this is. Uh, Ron Howard's in the running to be the director. That, I don't want that. I, I just think that's, that's so, so, so safe weird and, and shit. Like, but also, like he's a, comes from like pretty. He's not like a like you don't think of him alongside like Coppola's or Scorsese's. But he's kind of like a now like well revered filmmaker. It's almost like. If those guys couldn't bow down to your pressure, like what the fuck are you expecting Ron Howard to do? Yeah, that's it's bizarre. such a weird choice. If that is the reason why they left, which we still don't know, and another one is Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah, I think like I, if if they just announce someone that's you know semi in house, that that's from within the Lucasfilm stable, like Simon Kinberg or someone who did a lot of stuff on Rogue One and is in charge of Rebels and stuff. Yeah, just just do that. that, that I think that's the, honestly the best possible outcome. Because it's if like, okay, have control these over guys it. are figuring out their vision. No, I think that's that, that will make me understand the decision more. Like, oh, like, you know, they're, they're, sure. they're not going to hire these, like, young creative forces because Kathleen Kennedy and, and everyone at Lucasfilm have, have too good of an idea of what they want out of this this universe. So, why would they compromise it? I'm kind like, of and I understand that, you know? I'm worried that, like, Kathleen Kennedy, people, she's coming off bad in this. And I don't think she is, like, she's, like, a seasoned pro and I think, like, the most successful producer one of the most successful producers of all time. And to me, it's kind of like, I don't know how much of it is it her being a woman is making people be like, Oh, stop. This wouldn't have happened back in the day. And with George, I, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make it look good at all. No. But, but if it comes out that like, you know, the movie that Lord and Miller were making just didn't suit the tone of, of Star Wars. And I understand that. The end Star of the day, Wars is so much more than movies to some people like yourself. Yeah. At the end of the day, I want a movie that I'm, happy that it exists not one that i'm like oh it's a shame that happened yeah like if you know chewbacca farts <laughs> in the chewbacca song. gets a stiffy <laughs> <laughs> wait kathleen if you're listening to this i've got some fucking good re- like i know those reshoots are coming up i've got some real good gags involving a hairy wookie <laughs> and i don't know um yeah. Uh, what do I think? Is there anyone you'd like to see take it? You want somebody from within maybe in-house Lucasfilm that's just like, cool. Yeah, because I don't think it's a good job for anyone else to do. I, sure. I think like this is just a... like this is just it's too a, far gone, is that why? Like, yeah, 100%. It's so far in. You gotta, like, you've you got to fix someone else's mess. Well, this if is it kind is of what's happening with... I mean, I know it's very different circumstances. With Justice League, yeah. Maybe it's not. Maybe it was a mess. They had a lot of reshoots planned already. Perhaps, you know... But these are these are two of the biggest big movies from the too. next year. Yeah, is it, like is it a trend? Is it now a new trend that now filmmakers are like film studios rather are like, all right, two of the biggest franchises have now like got new directors halfway through. Is it now just going to be an industry standard? Someone starts a movie, can leave. So and so subs in, finishes. Sounds it like up. the fucking Labor Party of Australia of like <laughs> oh, five shit. years ago. What do you this think of that hot take? Political hot take. That got so political so quick. Um, I would have loved it was funny because yeah in that chat immediately I said I would love to see Edgar Wright pick it up maybe now he's willing to play ball with Disney fuck I don't, I don't want him to, to do that yeah, I want him to just do whatever the fuck he wants to do Baby Driver 3 <laughs> without doing Baby Driver 2 <laughs> that's edgy um, I also thought I don't know I just started thinking of people who are part of the Disney DNA at the moment and I would love to I don't know Taika Waititi would be great but we haven't seen how Thor Ragnarok is actually as a film. It's a great trailer. Yeah. It's a great concept, but maybe it's too early. And James Gunn was seriously another person that came to mind. Because that yeah. seems like he's already made the Han Solo movie twice. And it's yeah, but Guardians all these guys the have like such insane visuals kind of, you know, as, as in their repertoire. Do you think, 
the Western the, the, feeling the, the, doesn't. Well, like you know, they have three weeks left of shooting. Do you think that allows for them to actually? Well, I, I reckon the production's pumped on breaks, and I reckon they're going to do rewrites. Fix. I think there's going to be like we're going to get an announce that the movie's going to be delayed. Yeah, Don, Donald Glover's going to announce that hey, maybe Childish Gambino <laughs> isn't over. He's got he, now he's got time to do another yeah. album. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm expecting some big announces. I don't think it's going to make that schedule. Well, there you go. Do you reckon Josh Trank will come in? <laughs> he was rumored for the other spin-off right. that they pulled at the 11th hour. The Boba Fett movie, right? Yeah, apparently it was supposed to be a bounty hunter film. He, he lost it. And uh, he lost it and lost the film also. <laughs> Fuck How you. is Josh? Is he all right? No, no one knows. Oh, apparently he is working on something new. <laughs> Whatever know. happened to that third part, Kevin Smith podcast? I know. Fuck. We were gagging, folks. We're like, he sounds so good. Yeah, I know. That, that was actually brilliant listening. If you go back and listen to the Josh Trank episodes of uh, Fat Man on Batman. It was in the lead up to Fantastic did, Four. Yeah. And he was, was coming back. It was, from, it was four parts. It was like a four hour podcast. I think they did three episodes and then four just, just never spoke Just never about. because the movie came out and everyone was just like, he, yeah, he shat the bed. And Kevin Smith's doing his usual like, like gagging on... <laughs> But it's like actually good. It's like he's like you know he's like Josh Trank actually had like this pretty cool. His upbringing rise. was amazing yeah, too. Yeah. Like you hear him as a kid, and something happened with Spielberg. Maybe did I you think. hear that? Um, fa- apparently Fox are planning a family-friendly Fantastic Four reboot. They finally on got my, my Valeria letter. and uh, and Franklin. They finally got my letter. Well, I mean, look, I th- like the the biggest thing that is missing from both Fantastic Four movies that came out. The family. The family aspect. Yeah, and, totally. And the, the fact that uh, we're fucking teens in this new one well, is just so, so stupid. Um, Wasn't it like 60 minutes long? Fuck, it's the worst movie I've ever seen. It was <laughs> like one of the movies that I'm so I'm so bummed I saw by myself. Because I, I just like <laughs> Did I, you go by yourself? Or was it a- Mark Fennell was behind me. And yeah. I remember turning around when it over and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it should have been you, me, back row, a couple of those beers. Yeah, right. And just hey famine with your dick out. So bad. Um, anyway, enough about bad things. Let's talk about those good things, Angus. Uh, we're going to go through some of the things that we've loved so much uh, in 2017 so far. Wow. As I said, it is mid- almost the midway point of the year. And um, I don't know, there's, I feel like there's been a lot of good stuff, but I also I like talking about this because I feel like you and I, when the podcast started, we pretty much watched, played, and did everything <laughs> exactly the same. So- yeah, and now we've seriously... I lo- What I love now is learning shit that you're telling me about and things that... It's nice that we don't have to do it. At the start, we both wanted to be across things and give our takes. But now we're just like, no, it's kind of... We don't have to do that. Yeah. We're not Margaret and David. We're not. I thought we were. I thought I was. I, it was a Freaky Friday situation. I thought I was Margaret. I started I trying bought, to get into movies for free. I started <laughs> opening, uh, giving film lectures at universities. Bought, Turns out I'm not David Stratton. I bought an extensive fancy <laughs> earring collection. It's a good thing B has her ears pierced. Yeah. <laughs> she can easily palm them off. Honey, she's like, are you, are you like... Starting to experiment with your appearance. You're like, oh, no, you found your Christmas present early. <laughs> it's 200 loud earrings. <laughs> um, so God I guess- bless them. I love, you know, the best thing about, I, the, the worst thing about them uh, not being at the ABC. Well, I don't see them in the foyer and shit anymore. I used to sit, run into them to work always. Do they, do they know your name? No, of course not. They'd review me though. <laughs> no. I imagine if they, did, if they did podcast reviews. That'd be Margaret so good. And David. I, I reckon Margaret would like this. Yeah, because we're two edgy dudes that just, you know... Dave, just- look, the camaraderie's there, but I just think it's, it falls a bit flat. <laughs> there's, no, there's no consistency. What podcast do you reckon he would like? <laughs> Animal Crabs one. No, I reckon he would be into, um, like, how it works, like, life hacks. <laughs> just, like, learning how to save money by cooking. <laughs> just, like, all those super obvious, like, all freaking normal. Just, like, weird, just boring shit. 
I'd love it if you'd listen to Freakonomics, Planet Money. Just, just this is fat cat with all this cash. Let us know what, what podcast you think David Stratton would like, and we'll, we'll pass it on. He's he's still at the ABC. You might bump into him again. Yeah, he's. He, or he's doing, is that on SBS or ABC? That new show about him doing exploring. I Australia think it's cinematic. on SBS. Yeah, right. Well, the, the, the studios interlock sometimes. You oh, might look, bump into him. Some people in the government think we should be one and the same. <laughs> Not the hot take. Hey, fam, podcast at gmail and let us know which podcast you think David Stratton would. Also, like. let us know if we should. Start an independent political party because <laughs> we're getting pretty political. Do you imagine the Hay Fam on a ballot? We should do that. Try and do that for next year. For just aim for sixty nine votes for a state election. We should try and just get on that huge ass like below the line. Below the line, the yep. Hay Fam party. People think it's family first. We'll get heaps of votes. <laughs> go, I like this family values. <laughs> we accidentally get in parliament. <laughs> If you think we should do that, the Patreon's going to become uh, politically aligned. Yeah, guys, if, so. if we hit $600 a month, we'll start our own political party. <laughs> I'm going to quit my job. $700? We're going to start. Sovereign state. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And then um, whoever pays the most can design the flag. <laughs> it's the Southern Cross with some cummy envelopes. So, should we start with our favorite movies of the year so far? Yeah, I think that's good. Uh, this, yeah. Like, yes. Because this, this is definitely where we've seen... Less most. movies. Well, no, I feel like we've seen everything I've seen. I think you've seen too. Yeah, this is the first time we've been on uh, a lot of the same page. Oh god, you're, you're looking at like the biggest blockbusters of, of the year. So oh, far. No, I've just I'm, typed in movies. They're, they're the only movies I've seen. <laughs> um, can we jump ahead and just say things we're looking forward to? Emoji movie. <laughs> Save it for next week, Angus. We know you love your emojis. <laughs> yeah, I love my emojis. Um, so I'm, I'm pretty basic when it comes to movies this year. Um, do you mean movies in general or cinema experiences? Well, yeah, I mean, if, if you've seen some, some movies at, at home, you can count those too. Um, movies are extremely difficult for me to see. Out of all media, I think it's the thing I, I, I do it's the, the least. It's the sleep apnea, isn't it? No, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what have we got? From At, at the start, we had... Um, uh, Logan, Lego Batman. What are these movies that you like, or just movies you've seen? Movies that I've seen. I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I haven't disliked any movies this year, but I've, I haven't seen that many of them. Are you just getting soft, Margaret? <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> it's the earrings. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yep. Um, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I don't think I've seen anything else. Yeah. Wow. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you'll remember. Um, so, what do you think of them? Um, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we, we've gone through them extensively on. On Power the- Rangers, you saw, I know for a fact, because we saw, saw that Power together. <laughs> yeah, that's easily the worst thing I've seen this year. And we haven't seen Ghost in the Shell, which is why we can say that. Well, Apparently, we- that's not, not bad. Once you get past the whitewashing, yeah, it's yeah. okay. For a whitewash extravaganza, it's fine. I think it's, that movie, to me, and I will see it, I don't want to make an opinion about seeing it, but it's just like, why would you watch that when the anime is there? Like, which is way better. Because subtitles are fucking hard to read. Because <laughs> I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting so political today. Sup, Pauline? <laughs> oh, God. Um, you see that shit about her wanting to ban autism in, in, in classrooms? The best was the photo that ran with the story with her resting her feet on like a like an outdoor heater Fuck. while wearing a Maroons jersey. <laughs> it's just like, oh, cool. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to believe what you're saying because you're using like fire to heat your feet up while wearing a football jersey. That's all it takes. Also, you went to jail. Like everything you say is just like... I just remember, oh, you're in jail for, like, super dodgy reasons. Yeah. Like, how are you allowed to be a politician? It just blows my mind. Fuck, we're getting so political. It's, 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 it's the it's season It's not even for that it. political. It's like, it's like John Oliver's toenail <laughs> level of politicalness. But I'm like, well, man, we've, we've got to pump the brakes on politicalness. <laughs> I don't like it when podcasts get political. Yeah. Save it. Leave it at home. Yeah. Um, this isn't... Uh, I didn't, but I didn't see The Get Out. I didn't see Boss Baby. I didn't see... <laughs> 
You you live with what, two, one two of movies that I hear are very similar in tone. Get out! I missed, and we got it so late here that I was going to break my rule of pay. Try, this is the year I try to pay for all media. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost broke my rule, but then found out the, the the version floating around online had Korean subtitles. And a few minutes ago, I think I just said I don't speak Chinese, so I would have found that very distracting. But um, it's got a really late release date on iTunes. It comes out like July. Yeah, I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes I mean, out. Yeah, I'm going to jump in on that. So, that's something I regret and unfortunately will probably be part of the next week's episode yeah. <laughs> of things I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, what else? I, I know John Wick 2 I really wanted to see and that was again fucked over by its distributors. It got, kept getting pushed back and I think it's already out on home entertainment in the States. Which ties into Lego Batman as well. I'm yeah. A movie that tanked really bad here in Australia. It was Village Road as well. After the, did after, John after Wick. The- yeah, right. Wow. I think it's the same people. Fucking clowns over there. Just like, show. oh, like, how do you run a company? Oh, I don't know. I hate money. Well, how about you, like, don't release movies? Like, Lego Batman suffered significant loss, right? It was, like, hella pirated. Yeah, and it, like, did way worse here than the Lego movie did to I begin saw no with. no marketing which, for it. Which they said did badly because of the delay. And then they delayed Batman even more. I didn't see any marketing for the Lego Batman film here. No, like, you still can see... Um, like bus shelter ads and that kind of thing. There's I don't a- sleep in bus shelters like you. So. That's where, where else do you raise children? <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of movies that I just miss. I, I used to go to the movies all the time and I just, I, I, I just stopped. Yeah, I, I like, we did that. Um, VOD is now my jam. Like, first, I'm into watching shit at home heaps now. That first year we did Hey Fam, we had like a, the movie wrap up and it was us just talking about blockbusters. But then we had Alexi, Cameron and, um, and Henry us heaps of from, from the blank slate who just like, like, you know, were just all films. Yeah. And I, I, I like doing that because it's like, you, not that I've seen one movie they recommended me seeing back then, but, but you sure I still haven't seen The Fucking Lobster. <laughs> but um, yeah, I want to. I've got, I've, I bought it on iTunes. I think it was one of those ones where it was like 99 cents to buy. Fuck it's like, yeah. you know how weekly they have those specials? Yeah. Get in on that. There needs to be an app that lets you know which movies are on special. Yeah. Uh, if one of, our, one of our listeners could make that, that'd be great. Listen up. Um, so, which, yeah, out of those, did you, what, what is your favorite movies? <clears throat> I think, look, I enjoyed Logan, but it's definitely not my favorite. Out of Lego Batman. Out of Lego Batman Guardians um, and Wonder Woman. Do you know what's um, great about these movies that you've just listed? Like, it's the first year. And we've we've gone into this, but superhero movies are now no longer cookie cutter superhero movies. Yeah, starting totally. To see a transition. They're all vastly different. Yeah, like one's an animated family film, which we've spoken about before. How it to me, it's like a, it's almost like Home Alone with Batman. Like he hates his family yeah. so much, and then learns to love them. Um, Wonder Woman, I mean, is you know by all, out of all of these the most traditional, but the fact it's directed by a female and is about Wonder Woman, which is you know her first on screen cinematic solo film makes it not nothing like anything we've seen before uh politically and just you know in its dna yeah and then you've got logan which is like you know kathleen kennedy's probably like that got a, a, a wookie stiffy over it because it's essentially a western the way i saw it and yeah and I, 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 I love guardians of the galaxy 2 which is like this rollicking adventure that never takes a breath and, yeah. and like people hated that it that the plot wasn't there but i, I just what enjoyed i enjoyed that motherfucking ride i love that film i, I'm no, so I think that's, excited that's the top to of me it. i think it's my favorite movie that i've seen this year that was the best cinema experience I had. I'd yep. say like going to the cinema it was opening night. We got it on a Monday, remember? It was super weird. It was like Anzac was a, Day. Yeah, yeah. And the cinema was packed. It was full, hardcore full of Marvel and more so Guardians of the Galaxy fans. Like people who were wearing Guardian shit. Like it was 
basically 50-50 People just women. come and get your love in the, <laughs> they were, in the lobby. Um, so many women and girls, which was awesome. I think like Guardians has this like broader appeal than a Captain America Avengers type of um, yeah. Marvel film. Because it's just known as the fun one. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. there's a guy, a girl, a raccoon, a tree and like a hilarious one like gag machine called Drax. Mm. Like that's, it's so like, I love the representation. It's dope. Um, yeah. I reckon that was like the most fun I had probably in a cinema, but I love, I really liked Logan. Yeah. I, I really liked Logan, but I, the, um, the, it really went for that hard, uh, rating. And I hated that. Like, like professor Xavier, like said, fuck all the time. I hated that he did heroin in every scene. I know. just like, I, there, there were, it went a bit too far with that shit that I think it, it kind of, that made it feel like I was watching a movie for eighteen year olds. Sure. When it was a much more so adult younger levels you think would fucking love it and be like, this Yeah, is, totally. Yeah. And I know we say fuck way more than the professor does on this, but that's 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 in tone in line with our characters of yeah. Angus and Levins. Um, I didn't mind the, the, the Professor X swearing was a bit hard, but also he was in a fragile place mm. and had suffered greatly. So I was giving that some leeway. I just thought it was Sorry, Kitty's snoring really loud. Did you hear that? Your cat just did the cutest little noise. Um, Yeah, it was... Best cat snore of 2017. Best cat snore, yeah, hands down. And looking forward to what's coming from her later. (laughs) Save it for next week. Next week. Um, Yeah, Logan was great. I I was very emotional while watching it. Yeah, I teared up. I teared up. I loved the dynamic with him and X-23 and just that father-daughter-esque relationship and, you know... Great ending, yeah. I, I think it's it, it's it's great, and I don't view it as a, one of the X Men films. Yeah, I think all four of those movies. It's hard for me to order, organize them. I think I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy two the most because I actually went in not expecting to love it and yeah. did. And I think that's always it. You, you know. listen to Hey Fam, you'll know the canon is yeah. Levens didn't love the first movie. Yeah. I, it's my favorite Marvel movie. And, and then there, are, but there are stacks of people that love the first one that did not like the second one at all. Yeah, which it's is weird, baffling. Um, um, I'm so glad James Gunn's returning for number three. I just, yeah, it makes me want to go back and watch like Tromeo and Juliet and shit like Tromeo that. Tromeo and Juliet rules. I have Super on. Super's um, good. Yeah, because yeah. I was thinking one of the other th- um, commentaries we could do is um, underrated superhero movies. Yes. I guess like, Super would fit into that. Underrated comic book films or something. You yeah, yeah, Scott totally. Pilgrim, you could do Super. The Rocketeer. The Mask. <laughs> you just want to do them. Like, I just want to do Son then, of Mask. And then drunk episode you wanted to do Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Really? Because it's so funny. <laughs> it really is. It's such a funny movie. And uh, so Archie is at the um, age now where... Um, Farts are funny and talking no, from your oh butt. Oh, my God. You know, whenever anyone says this, shout out to Lego Batman. Whenever anyone says the word human, he goes, Daddy, human farts. That's so good. Because that's what the Joker says in Lego Batman. I can't wait to get that on Blu ray and watch that with him. It's out really soon. Real soon. I think um, it's next week. Yeah, the other night, Chloe's like, I really want to watch it. And we looked it up on iTunes and I think it comes out like next Thursday. Attention stores, please uh, release the uh, exclusive Batgirl uh, mini oh, So you're going version. physical, aren't you, for it? That's right. Fuck you yeah. Want that yeah, yeah. There, there are a few movies that I want. All the Marvel movies I get physical and all the. Uh, just like you get Star Wars. Yeah. Marvel's my shit. I don't care. Hey, this guy's just listen, listen up. Marvel's his shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> That'd be the best dad bumper sticker in, you get. In fact, I um, I'm I'm doing like a, I'm finally going to break out a bunch of all these hundreds of fucking Lego sets I've got, and I I put it. That's to right. The, you're doing um like uh, dioramas, so to speak, aren't you? Yeah, and I, and I and I I put it forward to the Hey Fam Hot Takes group. Should I do How Lego much Batman? If you want to four dollars a month on what Patreon. That's a coffee. Hey put the coffee down. <laughs> Pour your coffee over your barista, which you just do, and said, no, thank you. I'm joining the hot tank. It's a chat. copy of TV week. <laughs> um, subscription. A year. Like, what are you doing? Um, 
Yeah, but uh, I said, like, <laughs> should I start? The first one I do would be Star Wars, Lego Batman or Marvel. Batman. Star yeah, Wars, no. far and away, got like 16 votes. Lego Batman got two. Marvel got none. I was like, cool, Star Wars it is. Cool, Marvel it is, and then, dickheads. And then Archie was like, I want Spider-Man. I was like, cool, fuck you. Hot fa- hey, fam, hot takes. We're going to do Marvel. Family first. And that is what our political party <laughs> <laughs> will reinforce. Um, I think Star Wars, just because it was a the first licensed Lego yeah. thing. But also, the sh- like... Building ships, that's what Lego's about. Like, those fucking ships rule. Yeah, but I have... I'm a minifig boy, and I have every single... <laughs> pretty much every boy. single Marvel character that's been released as a minifig I that's have. That's sick. So, I put so many, like, cool little Did you moments. get any of the new Guardian sets? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I wanted the, to get the Milano. I got the one with... Um, I hear it's not as good as the first film's Milano. No, I have that already. But I, I got the one that... Um, it's got... It's like Star I just want that Baby Groot minifig. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The tiny one. Yeah, I got, I've got, he's in this set that I've got, but it's also got, most importantly, what was Michael Rooker's character again? Yondu. Oh, yeah, Yondu, Yondu. The first time he was uh, immortalized in Lego. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. That's um, sick. Yeah, but um, yeah, I think, uh, I think I can't really... I, I, I think Guardians I definitely enjoyed the most, but the other three I can't really grade. They're all I really enjoyed them for very different reasons. Wonder Woman was just good to see a fucking good DC movie for once. Yeah, um, it was still like it's still shocking that that is a thing. And yeah, it's the most successful movie directed by a woman. That's um, insane. Of all time, highest gross. And I love how well it's doing at the box office still. Like it's and she's writing the script with for sequel. It was just announced today. Patty Jenkins doing this script with um fuck uh who's who's the DCU visionary now? Post Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. They're writing great. Part That's two awesome. Script. Yeah, I was very jacked. Um, you know what else is crazy? Yeah. Um, I know what's crazy. Um, Gal Gadot was only paid three hundred thousand dollars. So is Chris Hemsworth for the first Thor. Okay. So it's just like when they, like it's it's not a it's I mean if you can there is a gap in, in also I'm biased as a Fast and Furious fan I think she's hella famous right <laughs> and she's not well like yeah a, th- th- this goes, this turns to shit when you found out that fucking Henry Cavill got paid like twelve million for Man of Steel who the fuck is what? Henry Cavill did he I didn't read he got paid twelve million yeah that's that's insanity absolute insanity virtual How much did, insanity uh, Batlet get. A lot. I just want to see my kids. He's <laughs> got alimony. Well, so speaking of Arrested Development, what yeah. I was going to say is that um, who are our two favorite directors over at Marvel? 
uh, Taika Waititi. No, no, I like, guess oh. in like before before <laughs> Taika comes out, the Russo brothers, the Russo brothers, and they and they. <laughs> I was cut- literally going to say John Favreau next. Was a bad question. No, but we you know we really enjoyed Winter Soldier. Yeah, we really yeah. enjoyed Civil War. Oh, they're and, the best. And, and we, we you know we, we we got our faith in in the uh, the next Avengers movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. But they cut their teeth on the on Arrested Development. They did, and Community. That's right. But yeah. you know who else did Arrested Development episodes? Ron Howard. No. No, Patty Jenkins. Patty Jenkins. Yeah, she did. Isn't that cool? Yeah, she did the main egg scene. Yeah, she yeah. directed probably one of the most famous scenes that still pops up in any article when, on like when pedestrian Anne, every when day. And eats the, ma- the, the, the main eggs with the egg. Yeah, Patty Jenkins, genius. That's so good though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, which which other Arrested Development director is going to get big superhero licenses next? Or science fiction ones? <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah, maybe we should start looking at the Arrested Development like crew list and just kind of predict who's going to make the next Star Wars and like Marvel films. Yeah, actually, that's my pick for the Han Solo movie. Someone who directed an episode of Arrested Development. It's kind of could happen. Totally. I, it could happen. Um, yeah, I look, Wonder Woman, we went into it. We did a whole episode recently. There was just a great feeling in that cinema. Definitely. I fucking loved it. It was awesome. Well, like, the, the, for me, the great feeling was not wanting to get up and leave. Yeah, not wanting to like... It was amazing. Yeah, I think it was... I did a look, And I said this to you, and this is a testament to films. I don't look at my watch. And I did not once like even comprehend the passage of time. <laughs> I just was, I was on board for that film so much. Um, so they're yours. Have you got any others? That's it. I think it's all That's I it. Power Rangers sucked. Power yeah. Rangers was a stinky piece of shit. <laughs> it was so funny that that, that I, was, I, that was such a fun night though. Like I, I literally yeah. think that was such a fun night. We I did liked that. the, the, the bull masturbating joke at the start. That was great. Yeah, that's right. It was like off the bat, a big cummy joke, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was, awesome. it was great. And then Take a girl cut her hair in the bathroom. It was so edgy. Um, so films this year, man, Google's terrible at displaying this because they're not all in order. Yeah. How come Google doesn't know what movies you saw, I guess? I yeah. Think, I don't it use- should. Like, I literally buy tickets using my Gmail. I should be pulling in this shit. So movies, um, yeah, look, agreed. Lego Batman was such a great film that I instantly wanted to see it straight afterwards. And it washed out any foul taste that Batman vs. Superman, the last iteration of um, the Cape Crusader left in my mouth. Uh, <laughs> tastes like cum. <laughs> Another Zack Snyder joke. There you go. Uh, nothing changes. Loved, <laughs> loved seeing that. Loved Logan. Loved also... We've just got the same movies. I, I've, you saw Fast 8. I didn't say I was about that. to say, Fast Furious 8, I had so much fucking fun. It's, you know... I, I, I've said it several times on Hey Fam. You can't have highbrow films without lowbrow films. And... It's the highest grossing movie internationally of all time. Like, it's no one in the cast is there was one and he's dead, like the white guy. Like, it's such a multiracial cast. It's, I think it's such a cool thing what they do. That's like guys and girls kicking ass. Vin Diesel, familiar, family, The Rock, CG Paul Walker moments. Uh, <laughs> not in this film, obviously, but it's great. You know, Shelley's there, like. P- p- Helen Mirren, people asked to be in these films. Yeah. They they went back and shot retroactively a new plot point with because Helen Mirren asked to be in it once they'd rap production. Like, that's insane. It's people used to want to be like Bond or the Bond girl or something. That they're, they're, they're bypassing. Like, these movies are better Bond movies now than what Bond movies are. Yeah. They're heist movies, they're like spy movies, like they're no longer dudes racking DVDs, players from the back of trucks. Like I haven't seen one of them. This is so good. I would love for you to watch one like a week or three. I know Bianca, my wife, would fucking love them too because she's a rev head. She is. She is. Uh, she lives her life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> you should honestly watch them in order. We should do it. Like we should like maybe do a Fast and Furious like marathon throughout the year. Like every few episodes, we can dip back in and talk about one. And just can't wait them. to watch Tokyo Drift with my wife. But what's gonna blow your mind, man, <laughs> is you find out when you watch Fast and Furious Six that Tokyo Drift is actually. Like the seventh movie, 
and you don't know it. It's so good. You know, he just blew it. It's insane. You see like a post credit scene in number six. You see someone who died. No, no. What happens is in Fast and Furious Five, a guy who died in Tokyo Drift is in a team. Like he's in the movie, and they never say, "Oh, you're back from the dead." And everyone was like, "That's weird. Are we just supposed to not guess?" And then you find out in six that Tokyo Drift is actually after that movie. Someone's like, "I've got to go to Tokyo now," and you're like, "Oh shit!" It's <laughs> it's mind blowing. Um, what about movies? Fast Eight was so fun. What about movies that you didn't see that you kind of like? I mean, movies I didn't see. Get Out, obviously. The Get uh, Out, Kong Skull Island. Um, it was Kong the, Skull the, Island. Yeah, I really wanted to see that. It had a good class Me and it too. got good reviews too. It got good reviews. Um, you know, I didn't mind Gareth Edwards' Godzilla. I thought it was pretty damn good. I still haven't seen that. Uh, I, I I liked it. The director Jordan Voigt Roberts is now doing the Metal Gear Solid film. Oh right! Wow, crazy. Yep, and Kojima's pumped about him. They're pals. Cool. Which is very cool. Uh, he did a great piece, Kojima, actually, for Pixel, I think, the online publication about Kong Skull Island and Godzilla. And I was also reading, this tic- This tickled the shit out of my fancy, the director of <laughs> Skull Island. Uh, Evangelion was a huge influence to him on this film. Sure. Like, big-ass things and humans interacting. So, yeah, that's something I'm really bummed I missed. Uh, I... A lot of these, a lot of movies I want to say are ones that have not been released yet. Like this has been pretty quiet. I didn't. Oh, you saw Alien, Alien Covenant. I it's not in that. the movies that I love. Yeah, right. There you go. It's a movie which, God, I wanted to love before I saw it. Yeah. Then it was just really back on his bullshit. Um, Gods vs. Monsters. I this man. I didn't see um, Wilson, which is the um, uh, Dan Klaus comic that, 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 that did a movie, yeah, new movie based on that with Woody Harrelson. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, have boy t- Woody. I, have, I got tickets to it. I was busy. Fuck. Tickets. Yeah, I was taking those. Um, but then there's also like a bunch of uh, massive blockbusters that have tanked. That I think it's funny Baywatch. to point out. Tanked. Did it tank, really? Yeah. Got shitty reviews. It seems a um, fair bit. The, the, the Mummy... What happened um, with Beauty and the Beast? Did that, people, that's a fucking blockbuster. Yeah, I wanted to see bucks. that. I said I bought my. If this counts, I bought my mum uh, for her birthday um, gold class tickets to go see Beauty and the Beast, and I also upgraded her so she gets like the like it was like a picnic set and it's all these Whoa, like crazy that's snacks. Um, I'm just trying to see what else is. Oh, Train Spotting Two. I really like Train Spotting Two. I didn't see that. T Two was great. I, I watched Train Spotting One again. I think like twelve hours before I saw it. And the payoff was huge. Like, I think I don't know if I spoke about it on HeyFam, but it is like a true compliment. It's literally, I wouldn't call it a sequel. It is just like, it's another part of the same thing. It's like they're almost like the same movie in reverse and they meet in the middle. Right. It's great. It's, it's really, really, I, I thought it was great. And it was made for fans and, you know, it was the same production team. It was the same actors. It was one of those rare moments where you're like, oh shit, it worked. And, I loved the natural aging like that occurred between the two films. Like it is set twenty years later. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that was super great. I had a really good time uh, watching that. I've just I've now realized I didn't see so many films this year. I just didn't. You not- saw way more. We didn't see the two pack movie. All eyes on me. That's so weird of us. <laughs> Why didn't we? I like two pack, but I just don't like. I don't like music. Uh, yeah, it's like I, I I know that the Public Enemy one everyone loves, but I just have no interest in watching. You that. mean NWA one? NWA one. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Political. Um, yeah, and then the other blockbusters that like, like I know you you like the Pirates movies. We didn't see the Pirates one. Well, or- look, I liked them. The first three. Right. Fourth was trash. And the fifth was... Fifth, if you go to see, like, you, you, like, I would want paint thrown at me if I was caught walking in the cinema to see a Johnny Depp film now. Like, you know, he's a scumbag. Yeah. It sucks to know that he is he's a scumbag. He's such, such a big part of so many big big movies coming out, yeah. too. Yeah. 
Um, I'm just scrolling through again to see because uh, I just so the, the, the line is blurred now too for movies and the the release window is so quick now too. So I'm thinking there's one. I'm thinking of times I've gone to the cinema, but I think I actually saw a few at home. Or probably not. You can no. think about it. We can talk about it next week. That's it. Done. Whatever. Let's, let's move to TV. Let's move to television. Um, so I'm, I've been like real good at watching TV this You've year. You've been fucking phenomenal. Way better than me. Um, not really a good feat, really. Not really something to brag about. No, it's like if you do a pop culture podcast, it's pretty okay. good. And I haven't done any. Um, I've, I've watched shows that I've like watched hundreds of times again. I've done a lot of repeat viewing. This has been for me like the biggest standout. I guess this has just been a year of just really enjoying everything that Noah Hawley does. Get Even- this guy a fucking Star Wars movie or something now. <laughs> Get him Han Solo because Noah Hawley kills it. I think lead- what did he do pre-Fargo? Was it Nip Tuck or something? I, you know, I've never looked into that. I think it was Nip Tuck, apparently. Maybe right. it's not. Maybe I just made that up. You can look it up, look it up while, I, while I talk about it. But like, you know, after really enjoying both Fargo season one and two, I watched them both last year. Even though being a massive uh, Coen Brothers fan, I just I don't, was bad at watching television in the last couple of years. So I was behind. It wasn't until after um, season two had actually finished that I watched both one and two. Loved them so much for very different reasons. And don't ask me to pick a favorite. Don't, a- don't at me. Um, and Don't at him. They're like children. We are now one. Uh, in fact, tomorrow night when we're recording, um, will be when I watch the final episode of season three, which I've loved so far. I know a lot of people. Actually, I don't know anyone else that's enjoying it except me and my wife. Really? Yeah. Um, is, is it being panned critically or? It's so. I think it's really, really um, embracing the slapstick side of Cohen movies. So which like, I do think people overlook and forget that they're like, like goofy as fuck. Some of them. Burn after reading and Hudsucker. Burn after Proxy. reading is amazing. You know what? Hands down, Brad Pitt's best performance. I love that fucking movie. Yeah. Um, George Clooney, just so fucking... When you see the machine he's building, yeah. downstairs, like that movie, I've seen it once, but I can remember so much more of that film that than movie, that, most films I've my seen. My favourite moment in that movie is at the end when J.K. Simmons just says, oh, what a clusterfuck. That's right. That's just like such a brilliant line. J.K. Um, but like, it's, it's still like the dark, bleak murder rampage. Oh, Moonlight. Moonlight's a great movie. Sorry, that's what I wanted to say. Moonlight? Yeah, Moonlight's a terrific film. The film that won this year's uh Oh, you Oscar. saw that shit? Yeah, I saw that. Of course I saw it. It was an amazing movie. That stuck with me. Clearly. Except when we were talking yeah. about which movie stuck with you. Uh, Moonlight was superb. I just want to say that then. Uh, yeah, the end. You uh you know, J.K. Simmons triggered that memory because I was like, oh, yeah, Whiplash. Oh, yeah, La La Land was a movie that was directed I, I, I by I watched La La Land at the start of the year, too. Yeah. I liked that. that I, was I liked La La Land fine. Yeah, yeah that was really Come at me. At me. Really? And at me. Come at me about that one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? DMs are now open. Come in. I want to fucking pick your brain. Um, yeah, but I thought... Uh, I think I really enjoyed this season of Fargo. It's still like the bleak kind of murders that you expect from Fargo, but... There Ewan? are moments of pure Ewan slapstick. You McGregor is insanely good in just it. Just murdering it. Yep, it's Ewan's here. Train spotting too. He was brilliant in it as yeah, well. Yeah, wow. Well, he's a great, he's always a good actor. I love Ewan. Yeah, give him that Obi Wan movie. Get a another life Holy less to ordinary. Direct life less ordinary. The what beach. an underrated. Oh no, wait, he wasn't rom-com. in the beach. That's what he was supposed That's to be yeah. in it. Yeah, um, same director though. But then he got le- he was he was in it, and then Fox said no, we want someone American and sexy. What the fuck? He is so. And he had a huge falling out with Danny Boyle, and then they got back. Together, it's one of the reasons why it took Transporting Two so long. That's crazy. Yeah, interesting. The things you learn on this podcast. I know it's crazy. But um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I might give some more thoughts on Fargo when it wraps up next week. So there's one more app. They usually one more app. Ten apps. Bro, the performances in it have been so good. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, she's so good in it, and like, 
Um, Old mate it's from just, it's uh, so, Harry Potter. It's so wild. Oh, Thulis is so good. Yeah. But it's like it's just so wildly different to the it's last two now, seasons. It's set now, isn't it? Yeah, it's like um, the most modern? A couple years ago. Okay, but it's the most modern out of the Yeah, that's right. Three. Um, is there going to be a season four? I've heard some rumors that this might be the last one. I hope it isn't because like, like, it has like a very vague tie-in to the first season that comes, oh, nice. at, comes at you from nowhere. You're like, oh, oh my cool. God, what the fuck? That's good. Um, and... Uh, but you don't need to watch one and two to gear up for this one, do you? They're no, just, like, not at such all. Such separate. No, yeah, I, I, I really love this show, um, and also it's the final episode of um, this season of Silicon Valley. Yes, season four, which I have not watched, which I'm waiting to be available legally, which sucks. It's part of my rule. Well, I mean, it's an HBO show, so it won't ever be. Oh, you're going to buy it on, on iTunes, iTunes as soon as the last episode airs. That's you so can buy stupid. It. Do you know why? Because of fucking Foxtel. Fuck the Foxtel. For, that's, that's why I download shit illegally. It's only because of Foxtel. Listen up, Foxtel. If you're listening to this, part of our political party is like banning like, you, dacking you in public, Ooh. so you're so embarrassed that you just start letting your shows come out normally. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, dying to see the new Veep, and it wraps up next week. You know, all these HBO shows are ending at the moment. They've done their ten apps or whatever. Um, and I have to get it next week. I'm like, that's fucked. I want it now, week by week. You used to have like the dodgy HBO Go setup. Yeah, it was way no, too expensive. It wasn't expensive. really dodgy. The dollar's so bad. Right. It's better now. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's hard to do on this Apple TV as well. Okay. I think it was because I had an older one where I could trick it into doing things and stuff. Ooh, sounds sounds I'd slip a little something in its, uh, in its drink and it would kind of, you know, I'd have a twist around my little finger. Um, gross. Political. Um, yeah, but I also... Vote one. Hey, fan party. I've really been enjoying Silicon Valley season four, but back to Noe Hawley. I also loved Legion this year. Yes. I I've got that waiting for me to watch. How far into it? You I'm going to start again. Yeah, right. Yeah. I want to... I think it's something that it would be stupid to dip in and be like, oh, who's that again? Like, I just want to kind of smash yeah, it all at once. I think it, was, it was brilliant. There were moments How did you do this in Fargo at I once? I don't understand. And people are like commenting on this season of Fargo going, oh, it's good to see that, that even Noah Hawley can slip up, but I love this season, so shut the fuck up, cunts. Come at him. At him. At DMs me. open. DMs are open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought Legion was a, a very, very unique and insanely different take on the superhero genre that I just did not expect one bit. And I do know, and this is a spoiler alert that I read before even seeing it, so fuck you, I'm spoiling it for you too. You've probably already watched it. Who cares? It does tie in with a, to the movies in a like towards the end. Oh, like so vaguely. Vaguely, but parentage of characters yeah, 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 that's is right. revealed. Yeah. That's cool. Because I remember it was like, no, we're not going to do that. And he was like, haha, I tricked you. Like, I think he literally gave an interview the next day, Hawley. And he was like, yeah, yeah, we're always going to do it. What a mad dog. He's like, but he he, he waited just like when Fargo, remember it was like seven or something episodes. Yeah, he kept those DMs closed. Um, yeah, DMs were closed. Uh, a private account, you, you had to follow back to see what he was saying. Uh, remember when the suitcase was revealed in Fargo season one, you're like, oh, it is connected to the first film. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He did the same thing. He like waited a couple episodes before um tossing that out there. Mad dog. Um, TV for me, Veep. I watched last year's season this year, so it doesn't even really count. <laughs> but fuck, that show is still like the funniest show. Oh, on yeah, television. I love it so much, but I'm so many seasons behind. I, man, they're all 14 bucks on iTunes. Okay, I'll I go bought in. them all after seeing Armando Anucci like last month. I was like, why don't I own these? Like, I had I, like I want them forever, and I've watched the f- last four or five seasons. Twice since buying them in a month Amazing. Just like Put them on in the background now Because it is so funny Yeah Who's your favourite character? Your Jonah boy? Um, Jonah's great But he's such a fuckwit I don't know I, I really Like Kent Yep You know who's, Kent? Who's Kent? Who's that? Kent's a dude Gary um, Gary Cole Oh yeah yeah Great yeah, yeah more, more recent edition Yeah, yeah Like yeah, he came from awesome. season 2 onwards yeah. And now he's like main cast from 3 And he's just like So dry And just Just weird 
Um, every, but everyone's so good on that show. Yeah. There's, there's no weak link. It's such a fucking good show. Julie Louis Dreyfus, like Sel- Selena Meyer, is such a like horrible person. It's great. Like great she, character. She I'm plays really, it really so yeah. well. I just don't want it to end. And the good news was the the most recent season that I watched was the one that Armando had nothing to do with. Again. If you didn't get the T-shirt made uh, with Mendo's line on it, you'd have no idea. Like <laughs> it was, it was seamless, and it's in such good hands. Well, that's I think the showrunner is now uh, one of the key writers for Curb and stuff. Yeah, right. So cool. it just, it's such a perfect fit. Um, He's still an EP, but again, just that money check uh, producing, my favorite type of producing. Do you think I need to just go back and watch the the first few seasons you know, to remember it, everybody? It or? will help because a lot of people. What I've now noticed going back is you meet some senators and stuff who are minor players who become like major players later on. Right. What season are they up to now? I think six just finished. Yeah. It will be available on iTunes. I think I finished three. Five. Yeah. So maybe five's about to come out or six. I forget because they just blend into one. Look, TV. I can't go past New Twin Peaks. I'm. Four episodes in. Yep. I'll be all up to date by the time this is probably out. Because you've watched it all from the start. You watched yeah, which th- is, season one, season two, Firewalk like and Me. 30 something episodes and then a movie. Yeah. And it's a show you have to concentrate on for 80% of the time. There's some terrible episodes in season two when Lynch left, which we've spoken about. Yep. Um, the new episodes though, holy shit. It's, it's that thank fuck that we're at the golden age of television now. Like it's so amazing going back and watching Twin Peaks, the original one from the 80s and 90s, and just, it was so different to what was on TV at the time, but it followed such a, like, traditional TV tropes. It had to. had to. There's three channels, I think, I was reading, like, when that show came out. Right, whoa. Like, that's how bizarrely different. Pre-cable. The, yeah, it's just how different it all was. I think it was on, yeah, I forget what it was on. I think it was on Fox or something. But it was just so different to anything, but watching it, it's still quite, you know, it has... You know, cuts to blacks when commercials would come in and like cliffhangers and stuff. And man, this new series is just like, it's nothing like the original in sense of tone. It's also what I what I call like the Force Awakens effect. It's not, here's everybody what they've been doing lately. <laughs> Let's catch in. Let's catch up with someone. So people are dropped in out of nowhere, like when Han appeared and stuff. And people are just used sparingly like Luke. For example, I'm still using Star Wars to explain everyday <laughs> phenomenon. It's what I do. I don't use chopsticks. I use fucking lightsaber chopsticks. Like, it's my life. Get I bought them for him. DMs are open. Come on in. Let's, let's hash it out. You got a problem? Let's have a chat. Fuck you. They're closed now. Um, yeah, it's just been so... But also, it's like, it's just weird as fuck. And it is set... I, don't, I know you haven't watched it, but there's this amazing... It's almost like this was planned. One of the famous scenes in uh, Twin Peaks, you've seen this room that's red, I'm sure, with a black and white floor where people speak backwards. I'm yes, sure you've seen course. that. Yeah. In The Simpsons. So, you've seen it every... Exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, there's this great scene where Laura Palmer, the girl who's murdered, which, you know, is basically the instigation of the entire series, says to uh, Carl McLaughlin's Agent Cooper, I'll see you again in 25 years. It's literally... It's 25 years later. Fucking hell. Yeah, literally in 91, and you're just like, what the fuck? And the new season starts with that line. It shows you from the old one. It's not like a previously on. It's just the opening scene. And you're like, oh, man, it's that so rules. good. That rules. That's yeah. so, it's so good. It's like to the day. So everyone's back. It's so cool. And every episode has just been so tonally different. It's de- but one was like a kind of crimey procedural murder thing. The other one has been like got like an abstract art film like a razor head like they're all different parts of lynch but it's just unbridled he's written every episode he's directing every episode he's got creative control and you're just like fucking hell this is his swan song if anything like every episode has been amazing the actors are incredible michael Serra, 
There's, I won't what? spoil it. Oh man, the cast is crazy. You did like Laura Dern. It's just goat central. Yeah, wow, it's that so good. Naomi Watts. It's it's crazy. And all that's the like original. dream role for Sarah, though. That's crazy. It's so yeah. I won't say who he plays in case you watch it. But it, his performance. I've only seen him in one scene, and it's like one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. <laughs> He's so strange and good in it. But it's so good. I just like I'm dying to watch it right now. And I reckon you'd like Twin Peaks, man. Yeah, I'm sure I would. Yeah, yeah it's all on stand. Like there, and the mood. I'm so glad we watched Fire Walk with me just before because it is so tonally if, if anyone here is listening and thinks they can just jump into season three you're fucking crazy i'd love to see what you think of it because it would <laughs> make no it makes no sense right now for me who's like well versed in uh twin peaks lore but holy shit i'd love to see what happened but watch the film it's so integral um lynch said it you know just before the series aired he's like the movie has a lot of stuff and it's you need to need to watch it and tonally it's so similar to the film. The film was booed at Khan in '94, really. But we watched it on Saturday night and it's fucking great. It's such a good movie. People are, I've been discussing with friends and a lot of people are like, oh, I don't really like it or they love it. And I fell in that later camp. It's it's great. It's so weird. Awesome. It was like the first prequel too. The film is the last seven days of Laura Palmer's life. Right. She rocks up in the first episode dead, like straight from the get go. Like you never see her alive. So it's kind of like. It was a prequel before Star Wars. <laughs> Innovative. But uh, yeah, Lynch is so polarizing, but I'm so glad this show's back. And I'm so glad that I was, I'm into Twin Peaks because it's really fun to be a Twin Peaks fan. I know that like the X-Files came back recently, but I didn't hear anything about that. I know that I don't hang out on my Chris Carter forums as much as I used to, <laughs> or the Lone Gunman uh, chats that I used to be a part of. I, I know, I, I saw a lot of people saying that like, you know, was it good? one or two episodes within the series were pretty good, but for the most part, it was yeah. pretty shit. Well, this has been kind of the opposite. I've just seen every Monday. I've had to avoid it because I'm behind, but just praise and the internet freaking out over the new Twin Peaks. It is crazy, and I think it's even so like unadulterated David Lynch is too much for a lot of people, which is totally understandable. Like he, you know, he never gives away any meaning of his films. It's all up to you, which is kind of frustrating when a show is about the murder of a girl in a small town, which is usually quite black and white or there is a obvious answer, but I just love the fact it's not. So Angus, besides Twin Peaks, am I right in thinking that, Every other television show that you've is a watched reality show. is a reality yeah, show. Yeah, Terrace House is the other show which has just, man, it's the other show which like ruled my world this year. I told you like Chloe and I took a, we were both sick. We were off work on the same day. DMs were closed. DMs are now closed, guys. Uh, I have doctor certificates. <laughs> no, DMs are open. Come at me. <laughs> um, and we watched like 13 oh, episodes please. in a row. It was wild. It was the best. Yeah, Terrace House rules. And I, I've gone into great deal, deal as to why, but, you know, the pitch is, it's, to me, for me, it's an anti-reality reality show. And on top of that, just lots of mystery diners. Mystery diners. And then, um, what's the, uh, you also, big RuPaul's drag face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the first time I've watched it as it's come out sequentially. My girlfriend's such a big fan and we had like a party for the first episode. And the show was great. Like, the fact that one of the most popular shows on television at the moment is about, like, you know, drag queens competing, like, and super woke topics and stuff. It's so great. Like, I love the fact that everyone at work from, you know, irrelevant of their sex uh, or their orientation, every so many people into it. And I think that's great. 
And I went to a live show last year. It's all ages, like at nighttime. And really? it's just like, they, they want to create this safe space for young people who are, you know, probably for the first time th- thinking about, well, not thinking about, but realizing what their sexuality is and where they belong. And it's like parents and kids were there. And I was just like, this is so good. This is like 20, 10 years ago, like to go to a drag show, you'd have to go to Oxford Street and it'd have to be like, you know, you'd have to be over 18 and it would be a, a space that if you weren't, you know, you know, I, I don't like going to sometimes spaces that are created for minorities because i feel like it's not my place to be there like i'm like you know i can go everywhere safely and i kind of feel like i'm treading on territory but the fact that it's just kind of like this yeah I, I, for those that thought i was about to say i don't like going to gay bars because there's gay people there it's like not at, at all what i was about to say i did realize after saying <laughs> that i was like oh i've got to be really succinct with what i'm about to say me and levin's like we could walk down the street anywhere here and we're safe as fuck but you know, we're straight white dudes yeah. and that's safe. And a lot of people aren't in situations where they can do that. So. No, but they're, they're, yeah, they're, like you don't want to encroach on a space yeah, I don't that, want to take up that space. wasn't made for you. Yeah, you I don't want to I mean? take it's up... Like, yeah. Imagine if someone can't get in because it's capacity and it's because of fucking me and my, my meat and three veg like, yeah. lifestyle. You know, like, you know I, I mean. DJ at like a lot of gay parties and, and on the Mardi Gras as mm. well. But like I yeah, know... Yeah, I saw you at Mardi Gras this year, DJ. I know that's not my, you know, that that's not my space, but... I can be a part of it. And you can celebrate it and be an ally and be part of the community. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. totally. You just be respectful of it. Totally, yeah. But it's so cool now. The drag race is just like the act of drag, being a drag show, it's so mainstream now. Like, that's so cool. Mm. It's so good. And it's not not because it's sold out by any means, but the fact it's accepted on such a wide level. And like the recaps are great. The community is so good. It's like, it's so good, man. I mean, it's very much trashy reality, but done really well. Yeah, and the, and the lingo the finale is this week. The lingo enters has like so many oh, yeah. phrases that you count as like you know internet normality started on, on totally RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, it, it is a gif galore. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've been watching nothing but reality shows or shows by David Lynch. Things on the opposite ends of the spectrum, <laughs> though. Terrace House in theory does sound very David Lynch, like a very polite show that's kind of eerie about people living together in Japanese. And Le- no, I can't read Chinese. Get the fuck <laughs> away from me. <laughs> DMs are open. Chinese, Chinese DMs are closed. Chinese, my Weibo DMs are closed. It's a Weibo, the Chinese Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. My Weibo DMs are now closed. I can't read what you're saying. Fuck off. Um, so uh, that's television. Um, should we talk about games briefly? Oh, I don't know if I, I don't know if we've spoken about any games this year. Does anything come to mind? Well, the big obvious one is Breath of the Wild. We don't need to linger on it too much. We just should just reveal this is every episode from March third onwards. Reveal that. Uh, Little someone finally fucking finished this motherfucker. I finished Zelda Breath of the Wild probably a month after you. No, month uh, and a half. Yeah, about. I, I finished it in April. April. Yeah, two months. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> two months. Um, look, I was busy. <laughs> We've all got stuff going on, but I finally did it. I knew it was coming to an end, and towards the end, I started playing it slower because I was. I had this feeling with Metal Gear Solid. Had this feeling with the last Harry Potter book started reading pages a little slower <laughs> just i didn't yeah, want it didn't to want end. end and then i kept reminding myself you fucking clown there's two dlcs about to come out it's not over it ain't over ever. it ain't over and i was really happy about that but man what a what a what a great game like absolutely like someone the other day in a group game. that we're in posted a video that was two hours of flaws in that game and my dms are open what the fuck like <laughs> Two hours of flaws, a video of like, it wasn't even well made. It wasn't Dunky or um, not even Marcus Dibble. It wasn't even funny. <laughs> it wasn't even calling out <laughs> like minorities. It wasn't even asking for Miyamoto to please respond. Yeah. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, that game was, what a joy to play. And yeah. 
man, we could rap about the fucking music for an hour, let alone the art direction, let alone the physics that were created for DM it. me, they're open right now. His um, DMs it, are open. If, I saw him unlock it. If them. you want uh, an incredible uh, link to the entire soundtrack oh, yeah. of the Wild, <laughs> share that in the Hey Fam It's so big, it's, but it's so much good music. Did you have the that. one with the 12 tracks? Yeah, the CD that came, that came with, with the deluxe Is that edition. still good? Yeah, of course. It's, got all the, it's all the main songs, but then there, there are a few like... You know, album cuts on that yeah. album. There's some B-sides. Uh, not, 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 not <laughs> some, uh, okay. But we're going to do a full, now that you've finished it, I'm going I'm to rally the troops. We're going to get our friend Conrad, who's played 350 hours of um, Breath of the Wild and that's 100%ed right. it. Um, and so, we're that's every Korok scene, which is there's 999. Yeah, 900. 900. He, yeah. So, there, he won't need that fucking mask when the DLC comes no, out. No. He's just going to have to wear his pointless mask like the uh, <laughs> Switch his, t-shirt. Wear his tingle outfit. Um, but uh, yeah, we, we, we get a little round table of people that have finished Breath of the Wild and do a big spoiler episode very soon. People who have finished it and Tommy Dasselo. <laughs> I wish he could come and be on it. but uh, We should put him on speakerphone or something. <laughs> Remember we tried calling him <laughs> during the show once? What was our podcast even about? It's bullying. It's literally <laughs> bullying. Um, beyond Breath of the Wild, Angus, uh, we've, we've, we've many times... I've played times more games this year than I have in a long time, all thanks to the Switch. Yeah, Switch just being able to take that motherfucker anywhere. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris, I think, is a brilliant, brilliant It's a huge cut arcade you, puzzler game um i think it's like the 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 game after i mean everyone will hate me saying this but i think it's the, the second most important game to own on the switch after after zelda that's fucking crazy i love it just because <laughs> i, I mean, just because I, I just think it, i touch it's such a fun game to play there are so many insane modes it's a great online multiplayer but it's also just as a good a game it's a perfect that, portable game right it's that game where like if you're playing something that is so big and immersive like zelda and you want a break there is no better game to take a break with than tetris i just do feel weird i would have to play it consistently portable just because game boy onwards tetris for me has always been like a handheld thing and just playing it on tv to me is just weird but playing sounds strange playing the really insane arcade modes on tv is beautiful cool because it, it, the, the the, it's so it's fast sick. and colorful and yeah it's really good i, I want to pick it up i might wait for a price drop I, I bought it for 40 bucks yeah but you had some hectic shit going on well i went to target <laughs> <laughs> i think it's still 40 bucks at target yeah right oh, dope. <laughs> um so yeah I, I definitely really recommend that <laughs> the hectic shit is target you didn't go to JB. Um, and then uh, away from the Switch for one moment, Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep. I really, really loved. But I'm going to play it. I can start it now that I finished Zelda. Yeah, exactly. I um, might do that. Start it from the start. Don't. I mean, I know you have no choice but to. I played the first eight hours before I Zelda. I told you to do night, this. Did I not tell you? before Zelda came out. But I loved it. I loved it and so now you much. don't remember anything. Well, no, I went, I went back to the game and I was like, oh, fuck, that's right. It's so different in Breath of the Wild. This sucks. But Why can't I climb this uh, background? Now I'm actually getting back into the meat of it. Is it great? It, yeah, it's I've a, Great it's stuff a very about good it. game. Everyone's like, it's fantastic. It's just not unfortunate, but it's just kind of a bit of slight that it was released around the same day. No, that we're, but came we're out. still like a few years away from from all um, open worlds catching up to how truly open Breath of the Wild was. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the game I didn't play on the Switch was um, uh, I've been playing Hollow Knight, which is this beautiful, like mostly black and white game oh, I that I, I bought yeah. on Steam. Apparently, it's coming to Switch at the very end of the year, but I got oh, impatient, and it's fifteen dollars on Steam. So is I that legit? It. It's coming to Switch. Yeah, but it's like a Metroidvania game where you play like this. Is like, this the guy with like the skull head thing? Yeah, it's yeah. incredible. To look at, look it up. I can't really give a good description of it, but it's a very good game. I love Metroidvanias. I love yeah. 2D platforming, and this is a extremely scratching that itch. Um, I love Monument Valley Two. Yeah, great game. On my Best phone. mobile game I've played since um, Super since, Mario since Run. Mario Kart Jump. 
Magic Carp Jump. Uh, again, a game I won't play. <laughs> I finished that. You know, I'm like officially too good at that game. It's so it weird. can't offer me you more content. You don't do anything to do. It's like a cookie. Uh, for the last fucking time, Angus, it's got a lot of depth. My DMs are closed on this subject. I'm talking about the water that the, 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 the Magic Carp is swimming in in terms of depth. I mean, you literally... How many times do I have to tell you that there is more to it than... Oh jumping. my God, fuck you, you stupid cunt. I've got, I've got <laughs> here. I haven't deleted it. I'm obviously... I'm obviously... You know, uh, yeah, you... Give it, give it a, a day. It's it'll it'll get you. You know what I'm gonna do? It'll hook you I'm like a like a ooh. hook into a fish's mouth. I'm gonna give some commentary. I'm gonna play it right now and tell you what I don't do, do that it. now. Fuck off. <laughs> I gotta say, it does look nice. I love the design of the game. Thanks, bro. I appreciate that. No, the um, art style is great. Like Pokemon Go looks like trash. Um, I've been playing Flint Hook on PS4 as well, which is What's a Flint? Um, oh, that's yeah, that looks great. Yeah, it's crazy mechanic where you can kind of. I just wish all these games were coming to Switch I know, as well. This is particular such a good device. Game. Um, a game that I've been playing on PS4 that is coming to Switch very soon is a game called. Oh, fuck, I forget what it's called. <laughs> Death Squared. Oh, uh, yes. Which yeah, is a yeah. game that um, previous guests on the show, Jonathan Valenzuela, um, worked on. He did all, all, the, all the game copy. So is that through his work? All or the dialogue, yeah, Soap. Yeah, wow. I didn't know they make games. Sydney-based creator. And it's coming to the Switch next month. Um, And so we'll definitely be... I think that would be a fun game to play before the show and we can talk about it. Yeah, John, if you're listening, block at Dasilo on Twitter. He's probably going to come at you for Frank. How's this? He's already given Dasilo a code for PS4. Hasn't downloaded it. didn't even fucking use it. Well, I didn't get a code. So, look. Dasilo, give it to Angus. Um, But, uh, yeah, back to the Switch, y'all. Besides Pio Pio and, and Zelda... We've given little Mario guides. Mario Kart, we've already spoken about. We've given little guides. I mean, we're both playing ARMS at the moment. ARMS is great. It's charm- ARMS has charmed me. Yeah. For, look, I'm $69. I think it's a perfect yeah, boy. for $69. I paid nice. $64. Guess where? Target. Target, boy. Man, fuck, fuck Get you on my bullshit. In, I just can't. There's none near me. It sucks. There's one at Broadway, which is five minutes from where you work every day. It's actually not. It's like 10 minutes there, 10 minutes back. By the time I get there, it's half hour. My lunch break's gone. Go there after work. <laughs> It's just like the opposite way to the train station. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got to go there today to get my dad a soda. Oh, his birthday present. What are you getting him? Soda stream. I realize he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I was like about to spoil it. Soda stream, man. Your best mom gift you can get anyone. Your, your mum will know. She knows it's coming. <laughs> um, is there anything else that stands out as like one of the best games you've played I'm glad on you Switch? said Monument Valley. That, that's such a great call. Switch. Um, Mario Kart Deluxe. Do we include that? It's already... It was a great game. To yeah, yeah absolutely. If it's something you've been playing this year, definitely. The fact that like... You know, the Switch has just launched and we've already listed a bunch of games. That's pretty... The fact that people were complaining there's no games when it came out, it's just fucking bonkers of them. Don't you reckon? Mm. Like, there's so many games. I have seven hard copy games now. That's crazy. Oh, you got uh, Binding of Isaac. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. And then Cave Story um, just arrived too. Oh, is it out? Yeah, yeah. It's out. It's on the eShop now. If oh, you wow. want to buy it, Cave Story Plus, which it's, is one of, my, one of my favorite games of all time. From It's um, not available in Australia, though, is it? No, it is. Physically. I think it's... If you open, look, up, look, at the, look at the fucking store. No, I mean, it's physically. Physically, no. I, I bought it um, from GameStop in the US and sent it to my sister's house. And eventually, it's going to make its way back to you me. crazy freak. That's um, me. How, how much was it from the States? Uh, like 40 bucks, but it comes with like the free soundtrack and toys and stickers. I love and it. All that very useful what type shit. Of, um, what type of version do you want? Fuck me up, fam. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to playing Cave Story for the fourth time on the fourth different console. I've but only played it on Mac, so I'm looking forward to seeing it. I played uh, it on Mac, Wii, 3DS, and now Switch. How is that 3DS version? That's the Nintendo eShop. Uh, the, 3DS, the 3DS version isn't well-liked, but I still enjoyed it. Well, why didn't people like it? Oh, no. fuck, it's not up here yet. Well, apparently, it, sh- it should be showing up this week. Tomorrow, I think, is uh, update day. Okay. Look at that. 
Puyo Puyo Tetris. What the fuck is all these Neo Geo games? I think it's good. At least some old virtual console is. It's not even virtual console though. It's just old Neo Geo games. There are some good ones. I I might get Metal Slug if I. No, I'm just mean like why. I'm glad they're there, but where's the Nintendo one? This is a big problem. Yeah, well, that's, that's your another podcast for another day. Um, their DMs are closed. Closed on us. Uh, open for Reggie. Uh, so that's uh, that's that's movies, TV, video games. Did you get Persona Five? No, I've, I've tried looking for it as well. It's like it's really- pretty hard. Yeah, apparently they finally got restocked it at JB now. Oh, so. good. Yeah, I've got to get in on that because I played Persona Four and Vita, and it's just such a jam. It's like one of those games that's like. Yeah, I am a fucking weeaboo, and it is for me. Go away. This is this is my shit. It just uh, looks fantastic. It just looks like a cool ass anime. Um, so those are the uh, those are, that's what we're going to talk about. Our favorite things of the of the year so far. Um, yeah, in movies. I'm looking forward to the TVs. next episode to speak about the things we're jacked for. Cause yeah, I, it was really hard not to just say them in this episode. I know I think we had be, to like be very check well content out. Obviously, comics you can listen to. Uh, I haven't read any this year, but Levin's has a. <laughs> That's so fucked. You've been buying them all. Well, I've got them all. I'm just gonna yeah, just buy Star Wars comics, and I can't wait to just read them. Everyone, everyone, jump on board the new DC event, which is called um, uh, Dark Days. Something. Some, what's what's the pitch? Scott Snyder, James Tinney, and the fourth. It's a prelude to this. New oh, they're me- both badass. Metal event they're doing. Um, and it's like it's it feels like really old school DC. It's like at, at its core, it's a Batman and Hawkman book. But then the other characters like within it are like Mr. Terrific, Plastic Man. What, um, um, is this a prelude to the button thing? No, no, it's a. It doesn't even tie into the button at all. It's, it's this thing called metal, and it's all about the metal, the nth metal that um, gives Hawkman his powers and Batman's connection to it, and the Ooh. DC universe. What is Batman's to it. connection to? I it? don't know yet. What's been happening with the button? Uh, it ended. Oh, it was a really, really fun little uh, little book. Can you can you explain it to me as someone who won't read it for a while? Uh, so. Batman in, in the uh, Rebirth book discovers the comedian's button. The famous from like, the, the Watchman cover, the yeah, blood right. with the smiley face in the Batcave, and then um, is this the first time that it was ever kind of completely referenced that the Watchman universe is now within the DC universe? Yeah, that's right, and that came out of nowhere. No one fucking saw that coming. No out. multiverse shit just happens to be yep. part of that universe. Uh-huh. Wow. Um, and then uh, Jeff Johns, you wild fucker. Yeah, but then um, so it, within there was a crossover, four issues, one, two issues of Batman, two issues of Flash. Sure, and um, the Batman is uh, investigating the button, and um, and he calls another. Do you know someone else that works in, uh, in 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 the in the police department that's also a superhero in, in DC? Uh, the Flash brother, the Flash Barry Barry, Barry Allen Barry Allen. So the, the two of them, you have you have the actual <laughs> detective work. It was that's it was great. good to see that, and then, and then uh, uh, basically the button is a is a is a link back to the pre the, sorry the flashpoint world yes where, where thomas wayne was batman yep uh martha wayne was the joker and so it transports them there and and i, I don't want to ruin for it from there but it was very very uh, oh, ruin it for me i, I would no, i don't want to ruin, I'll ruin it for you right, tell me off my dms are yeah. closed <laughs> well i'll open mine afterwards um so uh yeah we'll DM you, each other. you should definitely go read that there's some good stuff over at dc right now it's good it's good to have good dc comics being good again it's make yeah i've, I've heard nothing but Rave reviews about the entire rebirth, uh, relaunch, getting back to. There's a few shitty books in there. Oh, well, here, Batman's in the greater, his Superman's greater, his yeah. Super Kit, what's the one? Super, Super Sons? Sons. Yeah, I just got the new issue of that. In the who who right writes there. that? Uh, Peter Tomasi. So, uh, Tomasi rules. He's great. Tomasi writes kids really well, like with Batman and Robin. Yeah. Uh, he killed that. And he's writing Superman too, so he's handling all the John Kent stuff. Sick. He's great. John Kent. That's, uh. The son. The son, yeah. John Kent Jr. Oh. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's just, it for the episode. How's Marvel going? Marvel is uh, frustrating, but they're still putting out a lot of books I really love. What's frustrating? 
Um, their events and tie-ins and cancelling, too many books coming out. Are they still that bullshit runs. where they forget to end an event and then just publish number ones and then they're like, oh, we'll tell yep. you about it later? That's definitely going to happen on the end of season. Why do they do that? Because, I don't know, they're fucking stupid. Are they, yeah. I'm re- I really, I, I, I was fully against it when people were saying that DC Rebirth is what Marvel needs to do, but I actually, I'm, I'm actually realizing So Rebirth, that was it, it a, is it like an apology for New 52? No, it was just, it was like a, yeah, I guess so. It was so incorporating more to... bits. But it was mostly about just like doing a hard reset on some things, keeping what worked, bringing back what They what never really changed Batman, do they? Like he's the being consistent from pre-rebirth, Flashpoint. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, a lot of the Bat family is very different though. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. What's different? Well, like the, the, the Robins have way less history than they, uh, than they did pre-New 52. Like it, basically it's been, Batman's only been Batman for five years. In Rebirth? In when well, 52. Oh, yeah. And then, I, I mean, I guess it, it carries on to to, re, to Rebirth. But it means that within that time, he had four Robins, one of which died and was resurrected, and one of them is his son, who is 10 somehow. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Anyway, comics. We just don't talk about that. Serious Issues is where you can go to listen to that with me and my friend Siobhan Coombs every single week, reviewing all the comics. Shinmo. Uh, if you enjoyed our that's weird, a joke from it. that's a very good. Uh, if you enjoyed, uh, if you <laughs> it's enjoyed a reference uh, to your podcast, if you enjoyed our shitty uh, film pitches at the start of the episode, uh, <laughs> you can hear more of that every week on Greenlight Boys, which Angus hosts with uh, Scott X Triple J alumni Scott Dools, um, Scott Dooley Dools, and uh, live from New York. This is Saturday Night Live. Also, the Mitchin is a food podcast. I do. I was trying to think of a food reference we may have made throughout the episode. But I don't think we did. Did you ever call Noah Yawley's uh, Noah Hawley yummy? <laughs> His content? No, that, but I that, will next week. That would have worked. Um, the Mitchin this week. Um, Man, I'm so pissed. The case story's not out. As soon as you mentioned it, I was really excited. It's such a good game. Yeah. Um, I wonder. Um, play it on your Mac, bro. No, I want to play it on my Switch. Yeah, it is a good. One I'm to play. only playing shit on my Switch. Come at me. At just PlayStation, with, at Xbox. Less Mitchin, more Switchin. Oh, wow. But if you want to talk about the Mitchin just quickly, <laughs> we were at the Lansdowne this week and we uh, which just been reopened in Sydney. Talk to the owners of that. The Mary's guys. But then more excitingly, we um, we tried Wu-Tang Clan's new line of liqueurs. Oh my God. I saw, I know that you were doing they that. They are How fucking was filthy. They're so disgusting. Wow. Did they get sent to you or do you have to actually They sent, got sent to Callum Boys from Good Food and he brought them over and we all tried them together. Was so it that's fucked? A, yeah, it was really fucked, but it's a funny lesson. Good. So go, go check that out. No, I spat them all out. They were disgusting. Oh, well, it's very wine tasting of you. Yeah, yeah. We we're very, very professional. Very sideways. <laughs> the Mitch and Jim most professional podcast, would you say? Uh, no, serious issues. Oh, it's because you actually get... So like, we, got, we, got, we, got a, you know, we got we got a role to play over there. You got an ABN going on. <laughs> <laughs> um, go and find our commentary this for Batman and Robin. This is the professional one, isn't it? Easily and proudly so. Yeah, this is the one that... Uh, yeah, it's the embarrassing tattoo that you forgot you got. But, but it you has, love it. it's one of the best fans. Uh, Patreon.com slash HeyFam if you want to become a one of those pa- passionate fans that I love so much. The fans are so good. Seriously, this chat is one of my favorite things at the moment. Not because... Every, I don't not, pay not, not, because be it's, it. not because it's like 50 people from around the world roasting Tommy Dassler. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's exactly it. <laughs> Um, but I love uh, also when people try to speak about his podcast, like we silence them. It's like, hey, this is not what this is for. Shh, stop. Um, Patreon, patreon.com slash heyfam to uh, become a patron and get access to so much extra content from us. I want to say uh, a we have a mail out, out to Harris. Harris, yeah. Who upped his patronage to buy you a case of beer. To buy a case of beer. That's real cool. Or Cave Story. We'll see. <laughs> or Tetris. We'll see just how. Oh. We've got to say, one great thing about the Patreon is we're giving you, you know, it's enough from us talking for a minute. We, we asked you guys this week what some of your favorite things have been. Should we read out some of those? Go for it. I'll read out a few because there's a lot. Uh, straight from the Patreon hot take chat group, we have Woke Teen Connor. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, his favorite movie was Logan. Best TV show was Legion. His best anime was Showa, Genroku, Rakugo, Shinju, uh, Shinjuju Season 2. Can't speak for it myself, but it sounds great. This album was the Mountain Goats got, uh, Goths. Oh, we didn't do music. We should do music Well, we're going to do a, the email. Yeah, we'll do music. Well, yeah, and, and our mail out goes out tomorrow and it's going to have a, a top five songs that we've top been five songs pumping. And, and we're going to make a, a playlist. Link, a link to a, a regularly updated playlist of songs that me and Angus are jamming when yeah, we're not recording. We'll, we'll add every five that's in the mail out. Less hey fam, more hey jam. Ooh. Um, we call it hey jams? His favorite egg was, yeah, we'll call it hey jams. Was he had nice eggs Benedict <laughs> one day. Favorite comic book was God Shaper of Grass Kings and best game was uh, Nia Automata. Yeah, I want to play that one. Yeah, that looks great. Dominic, uh, favorite film John Wick 2. Favorite movie Kong Skull Island. I think he cheated there. <laughs> <laughs> Just calling uh, Twin Peaks and Broadchurch season three. That's a favorite blank eggs slate Benedict. Reference. Benedict's winning. Uh, yeah, it's a Sorry, time. blank slate. Sorry, time. Albert, favorite movie was Get Out. TV was American Gods. Best album, Sanford's Best Game, Horizon Zero Dawn, Dawn or Persona. Comics, Super... Bo- oh, he's behind. And Egg Soft Boiled. That's my favorite kind of... Uh, oh, it's Soft Boiled. No, fuck, soft Scramble. That's my way to do it. Where soft you are, Scramble. You only cook the whites, then you scramble the, the uncooked uh, yolk through. Man, just fuck me up. You know, eggs actually make me feel sick. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I can't eat them anymore. The ultimate irony. I can't eat them uh, on their own. In a cake and shit, it's fine. You know what? Eggs are just glue for cooking, aren't they? Yeah. Let's be honest. They're not that great. <laughs> you got any more you want to read out? Oh, this is heaps. Like we, can, we could do some next week. Yeah, I don't really... There's too many. Okay, you can join the... Also, uh, let's get some girls telling us some stuff. It's a real sausage fest in this uh, readout yeah, that I just did. There's a couple of women in there. Yeah. Um, let's, let's, let's empower them to give us their opinions. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, again, find us patreon.com slash heyfam, facebook.com slash heyfampodcast or heyfampodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find Angus online at Changus, and I am at levdog. Come DMs say, are now closed. Fuck, mine are open. Oh, yours are open? Okay, mine are open too. Oh, good. Okay, come at good. us. Come at us, us and then come to our DMs. <laughs> um, and we will see you next week. Enjoy your morning. Enjoy it. Manana. Hey! Hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues. So go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support and I'll see you next week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.